It is Free Talk Live. Welcome to the program. The phones, as always, are open for you. Should you wish to join us? The number is 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. And coming up tonight, uh, another so-called rape has happened in the metaverse. The... I don't know if this is another one, but... Uh, no, no, it's another one. I'm almost tempted to get a VR headset just to find out, you know, because these people make out like, you know, getting molested or whatever in a in one of these metaverse experiences is almost as bad as it happening in real life. So I'm, I'm, Which I'm is really insane. Curious. Yeah. Is it really as bad as they made it out to be? I can't imagine no. that it is. I've got actual video of this one. Yes. So you'd be able to des- decide for yourself. Is it but, is it some other avatar just rubbing up against you? Yeah, we'll get we'll get into it. We, we, we could talk about that's that the problem right there. Someone who's someone has decided that that type of sexual harassment is in fact the the worst type of sexual harassment. Let that's, me tell that, you, Conan. Not only is it another avatar rubbing up against you, it is a legless, <laughs> crotchless <laughs> avatar. So we can talk about that coming uh, up here. But but we've got a more serious. Uh, story to start things out with here. And Aria, you uh, have an, an update on what's happening in China with the Uyghur Muslims. Now, recently on the show, we've talked a lot about the lockdowns that have been happening in places like Shanghai, which apparently recent updates have that Shanghai is quote-unquote opening, but yet reports are that there's still plenty of areas in the, the, the city, which is a humongous city, of 25 million people. Some are still being locked down. Many people were locked down for close to three months of their lives in this uh, in this city. So that's where a lot of the focus has been. But meanwhile, the Uyghur Muslims out in the northwest part of China have continued to be tortured and kidnapped and uh, imprisoned for simply, well, basically having a religion, I think is what it seems or like being suspected of having a religion well they are considered to be muslims although you're saying they might put somebody in in prison even if they just suspect they're a muslim essentially yeah because yeah. um a lot of these muslims as they're held in i mean they're questioned by police or whatever and they're told you need to do you believe in god or do you worship allah or whatever and they they say no mm. even though they are in fact religious so there's in the a, hopes that that will keep them out of yes. prison and sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Right. And, you know, this has been going on there for years, but what fascinates me most about this story is the AI component of it, because uh, China's putting a lot of effort into artificial intelligence and researching it and doing everything they can to make it what they consider to be better. And it really reveals how horrifying this technology could be put to use. So they're Our using people. artificial intelligence to determine who to put behind bars? Essentially, Is that what's yes. happening here? By the way, I don't think we introduced. It's Ian here. Aria. And Conan. All right, tell me more. And where's the story coming from? It's coming from New York Post. Okay. There's a cultural, which is surprising because they're sort of right-leaning, if I remember correctly. There's a cultural genocide taking place in China right now against the nation's Uyghur minority, aggressively monitored by Chinese authorities and faced with the constant threat of arrest or, tor- or torture. This Turkish-speaking people in China's far west now exists in the world's first real-life digital dictatorship. It's no exaggeration to say the entire province of Xinjiang, which is slightly smaller than Alaska, so it's huge, wow. has yeah. been turned into a giant open-air prison camp by the Chinese Communist Party. And they, they link several stories here, but I want to get into the actual meat of the article. And that's pretty much true for uh, Shanghai as well. It has basically been turned into an open-air prison. 
Yeah. Like they've got roads that have been completely blocked off. Apartment complexes have been uh, wrapped with steel fencing that is like eight to ten feet high. You can't even get out the front door in some of these uh, locations. So they've... Uh, it's probably not as bad as the detention centers that they have the Muslims in. Probably uh, not. No. Each neighborhood is further broken down into small grids of 15 to 20 families, each with an assigned, each with an assigned grid monitor. As the author writes, wow. each monitor is tasked with, this is a person, each monitor is tasked with snooping on their neighbors, reporting any suspicious or forbidden activities such as Islamic practices like refusing to eat pork or fasting during Ramadan to the authorities. So for, for Praying. every... Yeah. So for every 15 to 20 families in the Zhejiang province, they have basically a, a, a grid monitor there yep. who's watching for any religious activity or any hints of religious wow. activity. Then there are the Monday morning flag raising ceremonies at which attendance is oblig- obligatory. As the red flag of communist China is raised, p- party officials, quote, lead chanted slogans about the greatness of the party and its secretary general, Xi Jinping, and the need for Uyghurs to abandon their faith to anyone but him. Wow. In his book, Turkle, who's a guy they were referencing earlier, but I skipped over that, tells the story of a young woman named Zamrat who recalled what they shuddered the first time she was forced to renounce Islam. The party apparatchik leading the meeting shouted out to the assembled Uyghurs, is there a God? The shocked crowd paused before answering no. They had mm. to. Members of their neighborhood watch were scrutinizing their reactions as they stood around the flagpole. Terrified, Zamrat moved her lips, but didn't actually speak the words denouncing her faith that first time. Who is your new god? The meeting leader asked. Now, I this is one of those times where I, I wish we had uh, Will Coley with us here, a former host of the show, a um, um, an imam in, uh, in Islam, who, my question, of course, for him would be, are you allowed to do this under the rules of Islam? Are you allowed to... I don't think so. ...to say you are not... Islamic when asked by under threat. I know in Christianity you're not allowed to, or you're not supposed to. The, mm-hmm. the argument essentially is that if you turn your back on God, then mm-hmm. he will turn your, his back on you, or something yeah. to that effect. I imagine it's the same in Islam, but I, feel I don't like actually that's, know. Yeah, that's what I would lean towards, just sort of knowing what little I do know, uh, but I don't know 100%. Later, when if she, you know, if you're uh, in the, the religion, you want to call in and let us know. Yes, please. Uh, the number is 603-283-6160. Later, when Zumrat got home, she prayed to Allah for forgiveness. But these old, This is why. Yeah. But these old school monitoring methods, most of which have been around in one fashion or another since the founding of the People's Republic in 1949, are just the beginning. The tech explosion has given Xi Jinping ways of surveilling the population using artificial intelligence that Chairman Mao could only have fantasized about. Mm-hmm. The mechanics of how this surveillance works are absolutely chilling. Over the last few years, every adult Uyghur has been summoned to their local police station to undergo, quote, a barrage of scans, tests, and examinations, including retinal scans, fingerprints, blood, or hair samples for DNA profiling. They also had to, quote, read from a set text for 45 minutes so their voices could be recorded and identified so that spies with listening devices parked outside people's houses knew who was talking. Amazing. My question is how many of the Chinese residents have already gone through all this just to uh, to, to, to better their credit score? Mm-hmm. They've already voluntarily done all of this sure. already. And the Uyghurs, of course, are, you know, you know, in the shadows and they have to be forced to, to, to comply. Good question. Finally, they are also forced to walk, talk, smile, and frown in front of a bank of cameras. 
The point is to train the AI program to identify each and every Uyghur wow. on surveillance video, which AI is now able to do even when a person's face is turned away from their camera. The ver- their very gait gives them away. Amazing. So just how you, I mean, they record you for walking and then they, you know, they the AI matches that to who you are. It's in, it's chilling. In the United States, you know, within the last 20 years, there have been experiments with facial recognition technology, and they've tended to have been dismal as far as the recognition accuracy and, you know, the statistics of actually, you know, success has not been very good for these things. But in the U.S., all they ever have to go on is whatever images they have in a database somewhere. They And, of course, they have more now than ever thanks to social media. I mean, yeah. Facebook has been helping the government oh, absolutely. compile this database very effectively but they still don't have the benefit of actually having forced every single person at the threat of violence to stand in front of a camera and as you said smile frown make different faces then walk and and capture motion capturing all of these things into the most amazingly detailed database from which they can you know identify anybody as you said without even uh, them seeing their face they do have this massive data set that other companies don't have but china's also investing a lot more in ai than the united states is um, they, they, they consider ai to be the future so they're putting everything into that well if it is uh, the future of controlling people this is certainly making the argument for it the number is 603-283-6160 course the united states wants to control people through the uh, the metaverse we're going to learn about coming up here but there's more about the uyghurs and you can share your thoughts it's free talk live this is free talk live and the phones are open if you want to join us you can the number is 603-283-6160 at 603-283-6160. We're talking about the uh, the Uyghur Muslims in northwest China that have been locked up, many of them for, I think, as many as years, uh, if I recall our previous discussions about this. I mean, the... The situation with the Uyghur has been, Uyghurs has been going on for years. I don't know how... What records people have about how far they... How long they've been locked up and things like that, but... The the oppression, the genocide, the Holocaust of the Uyghur people in China has been going on for a very long time. It's absolutely horrifying. And what you're sh- uh, sharing with us tonight, Arya, is a story about how the Chinese government is now using artificial intelligence, machine learning, things like that to uh, to figure out more about these people, where they're located, who they are, easily be able to identify them, even by, as you pointed out, their gait. Their style of walking, which is yeah. usually a very uh, unique thing per person. It's it's the truth. You see somebody from behind, you see how they're walking, you're like, oh, yeah, that's so-and-so, my friend, or whatever. And so they have trained their machines, they've trained their computers there by forcing every single person in these in the northeastern or sorry, northwestern area of, uh, of China to basically submit all of their statistics, all of their biometrics they're being scanned, they're being uh, checked, they're being recorded, they're being motion captured, and they have this database to be able to know where they are at all times. And who is claiming that this is taking place? A Uyghur Muslim who has fled from China. 
So, I mean... Good plan, by the way. Yeah. If you're a Uyghur Muslim and you aren't planning to leave, uh, I mean, I don't know how easy it is to get out of there and it get to... It can't be easy, man. Communist governments make it really hard to get away. They don't want you to leave. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but you hear about North Koreans getting out all the time. The Koreans can get time. out, and that's a much smaller uh, you know, place from which to leave. I mean, this is a landmass that you said is about the size of Alaska, uh, and there's a long border there, I think, with Kazakhstan. So yeah, and that's another issue is that go the, to Turkey. The the neighboring Muslim countries will will turn around and kick them right back to will China. Will they? Yeah. God, <laughs> insane. You it, know what? Yeah, up. and when I hear things like that, I all you people claiming that you, the U.S. is the most racist country in the world, that you shut up. Yeah. These, these well, there's these there are a lot of these, these countries around the world. I mean, they really are. Uh, you know, they're they, all bad. They're exactly the Turkey and Kazakhstan. They're not kicking back these people because they're racist. They're doing it because they don't want to upset the Chinese government. Mm. Wow. This clever AI deployed by the Chinese Communist Party is not finished. It goes on to instantaneously determine whether a man's beard is slightly too shaggy or a woman's dress slightly too long. And, you know, all of this sounds insanely far-fetched, but... What does that even mean? What What is the... Is it an offense in China to have a dress that's too long? Well, these are signs that a Uyghur man or woman might be secretly practicing their faith. Because oh they're not God. allowed to shave their beards or something to that effect. So if it's too scraggly, then they haven't been shaving and they might be secretly religious. Wow. If identified, the AI wow. surveillance system sends an arrest warrant to the printer in the local police station. Damn. The police take over from there, bringing the suspects in for questioning, binding them hand, foot, and neck in something called a tiger chair. And then asking, for this. example, whether they believe in the Communist Party or God... The wrong answer, I believe in God, results in torture and a prison Mm. sentence. Mm. The communist authorities have also enlisted smartphones into their surveillance network. As the author writes, all of the Uyghurs and other minorities in Xinjiang have been required to download an app chillingly called Clean Internet Security Soldier. This allows the AI to play I Spy with your cell phone, monitoring every detail of your life for any signs of suspicious activity. Hey, I've got that on my phone. They just call it something different here in the United States. Uh, they made me put it on there as part of my bail conditions in the Crypto 6 case. They did. Oh, so this isn't Facebook? No, no. It's, uh, I forget what it's called. It's like a web monitoring app, basically. It can it can basically screenshot your phone at any time and does multiple times a day, uh, as well as captures, you know, inputs. So basically and, every single app that you have installed on your phone. Yeah. Which is sending, yeah. sending data back to home base. You yeah, know, yeah, and it's also any, letting any them know what messages. you're doing, where you're at. Right. You know. any, any text messages, they've got a copy of them, that kind of thing. If you buy more groceries than usual, AI alerts the police that you may have unregistered guests and your home is raided. If you wow. buy more gas than usual, the police will stop by to ask you where you think you're going. Wow, so no more keeping, you know, the Muslims under the floorboards, right? Like they did in Germany with the Jews back in the day. Uh, Now they are watching your every consumption. Well, think about the logistics of how that would work with this technology. You you would bring the person out of the floorboards to give them food or whatever. Your phone, which has this software on it that allows the AI to directly hear everything is being said. It hears another person speaking, so it checks in against this database because it has every adult Uyghur Muslim. Unauthorized. And it goes, oh, this is where that person is. Send in the police. Mm -hmm. A terrifying level of surveillance. And then automatedly sends the warrant. Like, there's not even a human involved in the process until the actual arrest. 
and then then it's not really a it's it's not even it's a kangaroo court basically. So do you sure. believe in God or right. did they torture you? You're bound by your neck, your feet, and your hands before they've even done anything to you. In Zumrat's case, she made the mistake of texting the common Islamic expression "peace be upon you" oh, to a friend. Shortly, which that's not necessarily a sign of being religious. It's just a "peace be upon you." Well, Good enough is, for the government. Yeah. Well, it is true that you know, Muslims are known for saying that. It's not innately religious. Shortly thereafter, a security official approached her and told her the Arabic phrase was now banned. She wow. had to stick to the, quote, national language, the new official term for Mandarin. Next time, the official warned, things wouldn't be so easy for her. Wow. But Beijing is not satisfied with merely scanning retinas before What's alone. the actual, I wonder what, the, they don't say it, but I wonder what the official greeting or parting is like, in Xi Jinping's name, <laughs> you know, something like that, right? It probably is something yeah. like that. But Beijing is not satisfied with merely scanning Uyghur retinas before allowing them to cross the street or tracking every Uyghur's move on their own cell phone. Many Uyghur families have been forced to allow communist agents to stay with them and spy upon them in their own homes. Wow. According to Turkle, CCP documents show that hundreds of thousands of police, military, or security officers have been foisted on families in this way. These Han so Chinese- this is in addition to having a basically a hall monitor constantly observing the 15 different households, or 15 to 20, I think is what you said earlier. Yeah. There's one uh, bureaucrat assigned to every little section of a neighborhood, and then there's others like, oh, well, we suspect these people, so we're literally going to plant a communist agent into your home. Yeah, and, and the Chinese government can do that. And sure. They have no recourse. And it's obviously a recipe for disaster when you think about this unaccountable government agent who might do some really bad things to these horrifically oppressed people who have no representation within the legal system at all. They pretend they are relatives, these Han Chinese, quote, big brothers, by using kinship terms, forbid the use of Uyghur language in the household. They attempt to bribe the children into informing on their parents and often sexually abuse mothers and their daughters. Of course. Yeah. Turkle tells of how a woman who stabbed her, quote, relative, one of these people to death, after the man sexually abused both her and her 12-year-old daughter... She ended up disappearing without a trace. Hmm. This just keeps getting worse. It does, man. It, uh, it's a messed up world. The number is 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. You can share your thoughts here with us. And don't think that this stuff can't happen here. Well, we've got Brave New World on this side of the ocean. They've got 1984 going on over there. Yeah, we'll get into it. More coming up. Free Talk Live's video archives have been on Library for years. Library is an uncensorable, decentralized, blockchain-based media sharing protocol, and we're big fans of it here on Free Talk Live. In 2020, Library launched Odyssey, a video sharing website to compete with YouTube, and it's really taking off, now with over 1 million channels, many of whom are disaffected YouTube creators. During YouTube's crackdown for not towing the government line on COVID, the Free Talk Live YouTube channel started receiving strikes and could be completely taken down at any moment. Thankfully, Odyssey started offering live streaming, so we're now streaming live every night and posting our video archives permanently to Odyssey. You can watch live or anytime on our Odyssey channel by visiting video.freetalklive.com. If you want to go all in, download the desktop app at lbry.com, and then every video archive you watch, you'll help seed and keep it online forever. At minimum, we ask you visit video.freetalklive.com and follow us on Odyssey today, video.freetalklive.com. It's Free Talk Live. You're invited. If you want to join us here, the number 
is 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. We're talking about the disturbing stuff going on in the uh, northwest area of China, the Xinjiang province, where a lot of Muslims live. And the Chinese government does not want that to be the case. Well, well the official it might... religion of China is like atheism, right? That's correct, yeah. Are they unhappy with another race in their country, or is it the whole religious thing? Because that's it goes against their... I think it's both. And I have to correct myself. I don't think it's atheism at all that is the official religion of China. I mean, they call it atheism, but what is religion, what they consider to be the state religion, I mean, the state religion... Well, the state is, is the religion. The state religion, yeah. yeah. of course. They're not atheists. But Xi Jinping is their god. They don't want other... Uh, competitors around they don't want christians they don't want muslims and uh and it's it's horrifying what they're doing to the people out there they are they're essentially forcing them in front of cameras computers capturing all kinds of data about these individuals and then monitoring them constantly if they say anything suspicious that might make the chinese so-called authorities believe that they could still be harboring religious beliefs they will issue the machines will issue a warrant and it comes through the fax machine or whatever at the local uh, bureaucrats the police and then they send agents out to investigate slash arrest inquire uh, it, you know, force them to answer questions about their belief system. If they don't believe them, they might just throw them in a prison cell, or maybe they'll be nice and just put an agent into their home 24 hours a day. And, and, I, and I think this is just a test run. I think they're just honing their technique mm-hmm. so that they can eventually move it on to the rest of the populace. Sure, why not? Yeah, and, first and, they and, came and, for the Uyghurs. And like I said... I think that many people, just like in this country, I think people are going to line up to, to get involved, especially if it affects your credit score. Mm. You know, here you don't really have to, you don't, well, we don't have a credit score yet, but it's coming. Look but at I how mean, many people you, you, lined you, up all to you, get a shot. All you, exactly. But all you have to do is put it on a, on a silly Facebook app. Here, mm-hmm. change your face and how, how, you know, what do you look like when you've got 40 hours stacked on, or 40 hours, 40 years stacked on, how old you, and right. people will line up and, and submit all of their photos and then Facebook's got all your information, and then bam. And you probably missed this one, but there was a recent one where it would t- like take your picture and make like a painting style portrait. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that's that was last week's uh, yeah. meme. It really? was so popular. It was so popular. And still, I mean, most of the profile pictures that I see of people on Facebook is one of these little fake painting things. And by, and by the and by the way, it looks it look it does look neat. I, it, I will admit. Is it, this a Facebook app or something? I, I think it's a third-party app where okay. you upload your pictures. Yeah, it's the CIA. Mm. Well, it may be, but there's also rumors that it's it's the Russian government. Or China. Or, or China. They, well, they, they, they are, China's already got all our DNA. Oh, because of the 25, 23 You better believe it. They own all those companies. And if they didn't mm. own them when it first began, they bought them since. Mm. So yeah, they've got all of our DNA, <laughs> and they have our pictures. So, like I said, they didn't need to. They didn't need to line us up yeah, in front of a it camera. Voluntarily, it, we all did it voluntarily. I, well, I haven't. Well, I haven't. I have never touched one of those silly. Uh, you never been on social media? I, well, yeah, they've well, they got, got they, you, they've bro. got the they've got the pictures that I've uploaded myself, but I yeah. have never submitted my face. See, to, to their third-party technology, Facebook's got me, but the, but the China doesn't. There is a doesn't. difference, though, and, and I think it's important to recognize that. You know, just because you've uploaded f- profile pictures to Facebook doesn't necessarily mean that one of these AI systems is going to be able to identify you. What 
the reason that these apps could be used by these world governments in order to build better data sets is because they're clean, right? If you go through my profile pictures, my history of profile pictures, maybe half of them are actually pictures of me. Mm-hmm. The others might be pictures of cats or whatever, and that's just screwing with their data. Well, they can reject that pretty easily. I mean, yeah, that requires a really intelligent AI. They know what a human face looks or like. Or it requires someone sitting behind a desk yes. going through all your pictures. It requires a human being. They, they can just, knock them all out I automatically. I know they can, but they can also just make an app and say, hey, upload your picture and we'll send you this new one. They get this clean data set, like the 10-year challenge thing that went on mm-hmm. a few years ago. Yep. It gives them a clean data set where they just have to search for this I get hashtag what you're saying. or whatever. And by the way, I know that this is this is accurate technology because I've uploaded pictures before and Facebook will ask me. They'll, they'll want to tag all the people in the photo and they'll ask me, is this person this person? Here's how they'll do it, and, probably. And, and, and one time... Many years ago, I had it. Somehow, it got on auto tag, Mm -hmm, and so someone got auto tagged. It wasn't them, but it really looked. It was very, very close, and so they were getting they were getting a hold of me. He's like, "Dude, why'd you tag me this person?" I'm like, "I didn't didn't do do anything." Yeah, they turn that on automatically for everybody. I think you got to turn it off. Yes, you had to go. You have to go in your settings and turn all that crap off. Well, what they might do, for instance, to get more people to volunteer into this, uh, is you know the next big COVID strike or whatever, and they come out finally with the COVID pass system, which they sort of kind of came to in like New York and I don't know where else it was, but there was a couple of states that had this COVID passport thing. Uh, Israel. Well, I'm talking about in the United States. Yep. In in Europe, a bunch of European states had it. and Yeah, they have to incentivize it somehow by making it part of your life. Right. What if, was the sign-up like for that? It wouldn't surprise me if taking a photograph of yourself is like, well, we have to know it's really you. So take a photograph of yourself. Well, New York, then, where you have, where you, the people who want to frequent bars and theater and all that, yep. you've, you got all of them, unless you know some of them quit. So, so yes, a huge, a huge portion of the at least the urban population. Oh yeah, they, they're it. they're on board. And just just look at all the people who are wearing masks. Yeah, yeah. Every single one of them would have would have done it. Would have complied. Sure. And that was a large section of the population. Even people who didn't want to do it, they did it. They did it anyways. I mean, the. the it's interesting you say that because there's a lot of that happening in China as well, where, as we've been discussing. When AI isn't enough, it sends in an actual human being, and eventually they get to a point where one of these Chinese uh, police officers basically is living with them. This bureaucrat is mm-hmm. living in their home, and they just pretend to be a relative or a family member. Well, in China, all you need – there's always someone on a street blo- – on a block. Um, uh, there's someone on your block who will tattle sure. and who will complain. There's a Karen on every street. If they don't, then they get in trouble. There, there is, there is, there is a Karen on your block yeah. who doesn't need to be coerced into That's complaining true. about their neighbors. They love, they love to the do party it. Party and it's, they'll do what they're it's told. So much worse than that. In the in the Zhejiang province, they have a Karen there who's appointed to be there by the state in order oh, yeah. to watch for people to turn in. Imagine how that makes them feel. Just, then they have just power. So they can, just yeah, so they can yeah. wear that badge, mm-hmm. that badge of power. Yeah, just like the old hall monitors back in uh, government school. Remember those guys? I know some of those guys. Uh-huh. And, of course, the system is ripe for abuse. It even goes on when the Uyghur Muslims are still living in the household since the men are often afraid to interfere. When one woman complained to her husband that their Chinese relative was pressing her to give him oral sex, Turkle says, "Wow." the man was terrified and insisted there was nothing they could do. The Chinese government has broken the dignity of this Uyghur man to the point where he was unwilling to protect his wife, the mother of his child. And if he raises a hand to this other guy, they're going to just take him away. Yeah, they'll just disappear him and his family. 
While the Uyghurs are being held hostage in their own homes, their history, language, culture, and religion are being systematically erased throughout their ancient homeland. The Uyghur language, closely related to Turkish, is no longer taught in local schools, and books on Uyghur history are now banned. Mosques and shrines that have stood for centuries are being raised by the hundreds. Wow. And it's a crime to possess a copy of the Quran. And even as ethnic Han Chinese women in Xinjiang and elsewhere are being encouraged by the party to have more babies, Uyghur women are being told to have fewer with contraception, sterilization, and even abortion forced upon them. It's terrifying. Uyghur eugenics. Yep. Sanger would be proud. So you're absolutely right, Conan. A lot of this is uh, its more than just religious. A lot of this is racially motivated as well. They, they don't consider the Uyghur Muslims to be Han Chinese. They don't have the right racial history, cultural history, whatever. And ch- the Chinese government, they want a homogenized society. They want every individual to be more or less indistinguishable from every other individual. Yep. And the Uyghur Muslims don't fit into that. They got to be, you got to be part of the Borg. Got to be part of the collective. You can't have different differing ideas. That's going to mess with our government, the way that our way of way of life. I think the last estimate I saw was something like four to five million Uyghur Muslims uh, imprisoned in the Xinjiang province. Wow! I wonder how many there are total. Yeah, total Muslims living yeah. in Xinjiang. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, the number here is 603-283-6160. You can join the program. You can bring up whatever you want. You want to comment on the attack against the Uyghurs, the ongoing oppression. And now using AI to do it. How long before it's going to be robots that show up to make the arrest? Not even won't even use drones anymore. There's more coming up. It is Free Talk Live. is free talk live you are invited you can join us here the number 603-283-6160 that 603-283-6160 coming up in july the 13th through the 16th our very own mark edge will be joining thousands of passionate defenders of liberty at the mirage in vegas for freedom fest it's the world's largest gathering of free minds an intense and rewarding four-day conference like no other, they'll be featuring big debates, world-class speakers, film festivals, social events, and a trade show for liberty, and so much more. You can go to their website, freedomfest.com, use code FTL50 to get $50 off their regular rate. They'll be featuring speakers like John Mackey, Andrew Yang, not sure why he's going to be there, but he's going to be there, uh, Larry Sharp, Justin Amash, Glenn Beck, John Cleese. And others, you can go to freedomfest.com, code FTL50. This year's conference uh, theme is Turning the Tide. They'll be discussing all kinds of interesting things there. Andrew Yang at this event? Some of these things don't look like the others. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I'm not sure sure why he's going to be there, but if you want to talk to Andrew. Unless he's like, maybe he's debating someone. Perhaps. I mean, it could be he's like a hard left libertarian. Is he? I don't think I've ever I heard him. Could describe. be. Yeah, I don't think I've ever heard anyone him who's as anyone. His, his whole thing is UBI. I mean, yeah. that right there is. This is not no, a liberty. There, there could be voluntary UBIs. I mean, we promoted Intercoin for like a year and a half. And he's they not, a, yeah, but he's not talking about voluntary Freedom, UBI. Freedom Fest doesn't. We don't know. Have you ever listened to him talk? I saw him in the debates. He was running as a Democrat. And I'm pretty sure he is not in favor of voluntary anything. No, but, I don't uh, think he is. 
But anyway, um, it's not a libertarian conference. There are libertarians who speak there and who are involved in organizing it, but they have a lot of conservative speakers. It's kind of a mixed bag. Uh, it, they mix up the audience. They mix up the speakers. And it is an interesting show. I've been there once. Uh, I would go again if I had the chance. But I can't leave New Hampshire due to my bail conditions, but you probably can. So go to freedomfest.com and use code FTL50. You'll save 50 bucks. We go to the phones here. Dan is on the line in Maine. You're on Free Talk Live. Go ahead, Dan. Hi. Um, as a business owner in Maine, one thing that I've noticed over the past like three years is that a lot of younger people like aren't ready to enter the workforce. Um, hmm. I'm not sure if you guys have seen that yourselves personally. When you say that, uh, can you give us some examples of why you say that? Um, just a lot of the people that are applying to our business and some of the people that we employ, like, you would assume that, oh, you know, they've like, you know, the basic skill of, you know, being polite to coworkers or, you know, like making good choices at work or even just coming to work on time. Um, within the past year, my business personally, I've probably gone through 60 people. Wow. And, and was, how big is your staff? Um, 30, 34 people. Okay. What industry wow. are you in? Uh, restaurant industry. Yeah. Yeah, and, that, make, that makes you sense. Know, like, I, I can tell you as someone some who also works in the food industry. people $30 an hour and, you know. Yeah, Dan, like, I can tell you what's happening here. Uh, your your employees aren't treated well. They're not being paid fairly. And there's a high turnover rate as they cycle in and out of jobs in order to. Well, you I know, mean, you don't know what he pays his employees. I, I don't have to. This, yeah. is, this is ubiquitous throughout the restaurant industry. And it, it's been going on for decades. It sucks to work there. And the workers there tend to be underpaid. They're treated like crap. And the, I'm speaking from personal experience here. And when this pandemic started, the the power dynamic suddenly changed where it wasn't, oh, God. I have to find a job. There's 50 people applying and there's two jobs available. Now it's there's 50 jobs available and two people applying. So now it's the workers who have their pick and choosing of which job they want to do and which one offers the best benefits or whatever. So they're trying out these places. It's not that you have a high turnover rate. They tried you out. They gave your company a chance. They said, nope, this place doesn't do it for me. And they went on to somewhere to find somewhere who, that may fit their needs. That's what's going on here. Like my average, it's not that they're like, not ready. It's that you're not offering them what they're looking for. I think that's presumptuous. You don't know anything about his business. You don't need to. Hour. It's the restaurant industry, man. Well, he just said he's paying $20 an hour. Yeah, well, McDonald's pays $18 an hour, but that's not going to entice me to go work for them. It should, I, like, I think we treat them fairly well. And, you know, like, you know, like, we, you know, I ask people, like, what do you yeah, want? You, what, 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 is, what, is the, what is the average age of these, these turnovers? No, because that's looking at the um, wrong thing. I don't think that it is. I think that he's on to something. Let I think that the question, I, th- I think that young if it's young people, then so I like, think it makes perfect sense. Surveys and ask people like what do you want from us in terms of like, you know, like pay, whatever benefits, you know, like what's the work environment like? And a lot of people aren't very honest. Um which I find is very odd. Like, you know, just be straight. You know, if you're not straight, then how can changes be made? Um which, you know, for me is very odd. Now, did you say you've seen a difference recently as compared to previously, like, say, pre-COVID? Because, uh, you know, are people worse now than they've ever been? Because, I mean, historically, teenagers, 
they don't know anything about the world, right? They're getting their first job. They probably don't have the basics down about showing up on time. That's some of the things you learn at your first job, right? Is that, you know, if you don't already know these things, you learn it real fast because you won't keep the job if you don't get it together. Are you saying that's worse now than it's ever been? Yeah, because, you know, I think like people, it's like, okay, what can you do for me? Versus it being like a two-way street, like, you know, customers come into the door for you to, you know, they're paying for a service. Dan, what were you you offering your employees as payment three years ago? Three years ago, I think we averaged around 15 or 15.50 an hour. So when did you increase your rate to like $20 per hour? Um... I would say over, like probably last year. Now, tell me a little okay, bit so more th- about this. The- is sort of suggesting my assessment of the situation is correct, and what you're dealing with now is effectively karma for for underpaying people for three years ago. Fifteen dollars an hour is underpaid. I mean, that, hold on a second here, Aria. For, for, for the crap that people in the food industry <laughs> hold, have hold to put on. up with, absolutely. Wait man. a minute. Wait a minute, Dan. I'm not what saying is the, he what, should have to pay them more. I'm saying that hey. You're not paying your employees well enough, and this is why they keep quitting on you. This is why they're not showing up on time. This is why you have poor workers. If well, you want I don't workers, know about that. I mean, fifteen dollars an hour sounds pretty good for a few years now, ago. Now but, we're talking about twenty. That's yeah, pretty it good. It wasn't good for a few years ago. People suffered. They lived paycheck to paycheck, and they still do. Well, now hold on a second. I, again, I, I get that you're into business and all, but the average—I uh, don't know what the average restaurant worker makes. But let me clarify something here. I mean, typically when you hear people talking about working at a restaurant, they're working as waiters or waitresses. They're getting paid the waitress, uh, you know, rate of three bucks an hour or whatever it is, three twenty or something like that. So, are you running like an ice cream stand or something? I mean, what is it that where you are you talking about? The kitchen staff is getting paid fifteen to twenty, and then the waitresses are getting you know the normal rate. How's that? How's that work? No, it's a coffee shop. It's not like a full service restaurant. Okay. So. Okay. Gotcha. So you're doing yeah. a coffee shop. So presumably they can make tips on top of that, right? Yeah. Okay. I don't know, Aria. What's what was Starbucks paying before uh, you know all this went down? Not as what I don't know. Probably twelve, thirteen an hour. I bet you were paying but, better than Starbucks, weren't you? Probably, but Starbucks uh, also has yeah, the same was. staffing like, issues. I actually looked at job postings and called around and just to see. You know, Portland, Maine, Scarborough, Maine, like, you know. Yeah, an ent- an entry-level job doing washing dishes, delivering food out to the table, making, making, making $20 an hour, that is really good. Yeah, I, I mean, Ari, I get where you're coming from, but you have to also look at it from the business owner's perspective. He's in a competitive marketplace, and he's got to keep his losing. prices down. And he's losing, and he can't No, keep he's just saying he's losing these these teenagers who don't want to work he's looking for solutions and he's saying he's blaming the younger people who don't want to work when really this is an ongoing issue that's been going on for decades because employees have been underpaid and overworked but hold on a second you said you have staff right so do you have people that have worked there for a long time yeah i've probably six people that have been working for me for more than five years so and you have a staff about of about 30 working for us for 13 years. I mean, one thing, so. I've, I've never worked in the restaurant business, but I've, my, my, many of my girlfriends have, and I've, I've known people personally who have, and I've always known that it has always been a high turnover business, forever. And, and that yeah. may be because of what you're saying. Maybe some of these managers suck, and these owners suck, or whatever, but, I mean, can't you acknowledge that what he's saying is also true, that teenagers do not have a good work ethic in the United States? I bet you if you brought somebody in from Mexico, they would be willing to work plenty hard and not for, for, half, for half the cost probably yeah 
There's certainly I'm truth originally in that. not even from the States and I came from Greece and, you know, like we don't have the opportunities in terms of pay that we have here in the States. And, you know, imagine making 260 US dollars a month working a full-time job when you can make, um, you know, five times that here in the US. In terms of the cost of living, it's even less. Dan, uh, I would love to hear more in the future if you, you know, call in and just share. Because we could keep going, but I want to make sure we get other people on the air here. I blame the schools. Uh, Blame the government. Number one. Number one is the schools. They're not preparing kids to go to work. They're preparing them to get on welfare. Uh, Thank you, Dan. Call in with more stories, too, because, like, you know, get specific about what you've encountered, what exactly has happened, because I'm sure that would be interesting, too. we got more coming up here. Thanks for the call. It's Free Talk Live. Join liberty-minded voluntarists, anarchists, and libertarians from June 27th through July 3rd for the 6th Annual ForkFest at Rogers Campground in the beautiful White Mountains of New Hampshire. ForkFest is a fork of the Porcupine Freedom Festival, which sold out for the first time in 2021. ForkFest takes place the week after ForkFest, but ForkFest is decentralized, which means that there's no ticket cost and no one is in charge. All you have to do to join the fun is reserve your camping site, RV site, or motel room with Rogers Campground for June 27th through July 3rd. There's no better place to celebrate Independence Day than around other freedom-loving activists in the Shire. You can find out more at the unofficial website, ForkFest.Party. You can also connect with other attendees on the ForkFest Telegram and Matrix chat rooms, as well as the ForkFest Forum. You can find links to those at ForkFest.Party. We hope to see you there. Forkfest.party. Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. You can join us here. The number is 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. Here tonight, it's Ian and Conan. We're going to get back into your phone calls and thoughts. In fact, our next caller, I'm glad he's on the line because he works in a restaurant. So I want to get his uh, opinion on this last guy that we had on the line. The last guy that was on the line, Dan, in in Maine, sounded like a younger business owner. Yep, yep. Co- uh, coffee shop guy. Said he's running a coffee shop, and he says it's harder than ever to find employees who can do basic things like show up on time, smile at a customer. And Aria blew the guy off by saying, well, you're just not paying people enough. He says, I'm paying people 20 well, bucks an hour. Are blaming everyone except the business owner here. Chat room commented that they don't think that he was being uh, quite serious about what he was paying some of these new entry level teenagers. I wouldn't they doubt think he was lying. Yeah, I and I and I don't doubt it either. Maybe some of the old, maybe I sure some, as hell wouldn't want to pay him twenty bucks an hour. Maybe but some, that may be what's required in the market. Maybe some of those six year veterans are making mm-hmm. twenty dollars an hour. But I can't see a sixteen year old who's point, never worked a job in his life making twenty dollars an hour. I wait, mean, I'm sorry, is, it's not that bad. It's bad, but it's not that bad. This is happening throughout the entire restaurant industry, which has been for decades railroaded as one of the worst industries to work in. And people like Dan are like, you know, I have this huge turnover rate suddenly and I can't find any employees. Everyone is looking at everyone to blame except the people managing these places, the people owning these places. Well, he's finding people. They just can't show up on time. They're quitting. They're not motivated to show up on time. Well, that's the thing. Maybe they suck. It's not. Maybe he sucks. (laughs) That's possible. I am am in a totally different work environment. I, I I do mail delivery. 
we have the exact same problems, and it's not teenagers. It's mm. full-grown adults who can't do the job. They can't do it, and they don't. And then they decide after a week or two that they don't. They don't want to do it. They want to go back and live at mom's house, or live with or, or their wife works, yeah. and they, you know. The, I'm with you on this, Conan. I think it's a societal problem that is created by the government, and they don't want people to work. They want people to be lazy, and they want them to be reliant dependent, on the state. Dependent, yeah. Right. Based on what we've seen, though, they're not going back to live with mom or whatever when they quit these places. They're going to try out a different job and work it for two weeks, and if it doesn't meet their needs, they'll just try a different well, one. Well, a lot of them are going the back The last three people parents. I've seen uh, all went back to live with their spouse. Their spouse was working, and they decided they didn't want to work. I want to go back to or go back to the phones here because Stephen is on the line in Georgia. Now I realize Stephen, you called in. You said you had a, co- a question for Conan. I want to get to that, but since you actually you're not the boss, you're just the guy working in the kitchen at a major chain place in uh, North Georgia. That, and that's my recollection. Yeah. That's that's still true, right? Um, I'm I'm divisional management, but yeah, I mean. Okay. Well, you're in the kitchen, though. I mean, every time you're calling in, you're, you're I hear clanging and clanging uh, in the background. So you're not sitting yep. in an office. Nope. Okay. You're there um, yeah, on the so floor. I wanna, I wanna make you're seeing the uh, the employees coming in. You're seeing them go. Are, can you relate at all to what Dan in Maine was talking about? Or is Aria completely right and this Dan guy is just treating employees like crap and that's why he can't hold on to them? So, so there's two things. One... Um, I want to know, Aria, where twenty dollars is minimum. Like, I'll go there right now. Yeah, me too. Um, me too. <laughs> to wash dishes, yeah, to, to mop a floor. People say that, right? But some of these places that offer twenty dollars an hour, you get there, you might have the boss screaming at you, "Hey, you're not allowed to sit down while you're doing this. There's no breaks. Get back to work." Twenty dollars an hour is not enough to work for a. Uh, POS boss in a hostile work environment. Well, we have no evidence this guy is a POS. We, we don't know anything about him. We don't, and I'm not saying he is. I'm saying that $20. You were saying that. No, I said $20 isn't necessarily enough. That's literally how I started that statement. This guy's working in the, in the kitchen, and he's a manager, and he isn't working and making $20. What do, you, do you mind saying, Stephen, what they're paying you? So I am a certified meat cutter, a certified chef. I'm a certified gold level surf for like health inspection stuff um and i make 1830 wow and i've been doing this for seven years and i have certificates from well-known institutions that say i can hold my own yeah and this guy's hiring teenagers at 18 or 19 or 20 bucks an hour off the street he says that's what he says i mean i don't disbelieve him at my old job we have a 25 year old fresh out of college making 20 dollars an hour wow i'm in the wrong job i need to start looking around this guy's gonna call in and lie about it his whole point was to talk about his experience to make to make coffee and maybe mop the floor or clean the counter and it's it's hard to take the trash out i think that the thing is i mean ari is not giving him any credit whatsoever she's jumping to conclusions but i think that it is that hard to find Dude, people. I've worked for people like Dan. I'm not jumping to conclusions. I throughout most of my life I've worked for people like Dan. You don't know anything about that guy. He's saying that you know he can't keep a staff. He's got this high turnover rate. He's doing everything his can. Yeah, He's you go out there and try employees. running a business and see what it's like I've right heard now. That crap, my entire every life. every restaurant in downtown Keene is hiring. Yep, uh, everyone's got a sign out. Yasso, our favorite Jamaican place in downtown Keene. The last time I was there, which was like a week and a half ago, had a sign out hiring every position in the place up front 
back in the kitchen. You name it, she's hiring that pl- in that place. And you know, and you I don't can know. make twenty dollars an hour doing it. So why why aren't you going to get it, Conan? Why I, I told you during the break because my my job has specific caveats that I enjoy. Basically, I work on my own. I don't have someone breathing down my throat. Um, and uh, so what you're saying is, and, and, and I and I get a vehicle enough for you to be out there just washing dishes occasionally and occasionally mopping the floor. That's what you're saying. If I did, I have to maintain my own vehicle, which is something that has to be considered. So I'm always uh, very nervous that my vehicle is going to break down. If okay. I didn't have that looming over my shoulder, if I can just go to work, I, I ride my bike to work because it's right here in town. Yeah, I would mop floors for twenty dollars an hour. Sure, Stephen. Uh, so tell me a little bit more. What are you seeing on the floor there with employees coming and going? Uh, what do you see? Yeah, I really wanted to actually talk about that. If you weren't here before COVID, you don't last six months. Um, and if you're twenty or twenty-one or younger, you don't last four months. Um, and part of that is that restaurants are desperate. And I remember a point in time um, where you walk in and the kitchen, like, every kitchen has its own atmosphere, but we're going to listen to death metal, we're going to listen to gangster rap, and we're going to joke around and have fun. And one of the things that's happened is you can't do that a lot of times anymore, especially in corporate kitchens. So, like, dudes come in and they say something stupid and everyone's got a negative attitude about them and they get their head bitten off over it. Um and so, like, this whole I can't keep people, it's, it's not you, dude. It's the industry. The industry can't keep people right now. If you've been doing this since before COVID, you're not staying six months. Um, and you're probably going to restaurant hop. Uh, Why we is have that, a guy, though, Stephen? Have, Why can't the industry keep people? Uh, we're, we're dancing around that issue. Um, because, my opinion, the 18, 19, 20-year-old, feel entitled so hire 21 year olds why can't you keep 21 year olds um because 21 year olds aren't leaving their jobs people that have good kitchen jobs aren't leaving their good kitchen job like right they can go to the boss and say give me a raise and you know i'll stick with you and they're staying is what you're saying well not only that but we we have a few people here that left for three or four months and they came and they're like hey man can i just I'll take a pay cut, but can I come back? Like, and that happens regularly. And I think some of that doesn't have to do with me, but it has to do with some of the other managers that are just, like, super chill. And, like, this place still has a soul. And you're, like, in the back, you hear pots clanging, but I'm surprised you don't hear death metal, right? Um, and we allow them to have fun, and we, and we encourage them to come in and be happy. Um, and when somebody does something stupid, we allow it to be addressed. But you're saying young um, people big, don't have what it takes because they're, they have been indoctrinated to expect everything handed them on a silver platter. They're not willing to do the work. Uh, they're lazy. Is that what I'm hearing? Yeah. And there is certainly well, truth that, to that. And it, it's that, and it's a, I guess people want their own community, and when they don't get it, they get upset. So we had a girl who, we had a guy here who had a MAGA hat on, and we had a girl who was like, you need to take that off. And I was like, actually... Um, He's not in the dining room, so he doesn't. 
computers in the dining room and ask to take it off because I don't want to hear people say anything. Sure. But no, you don't get to dictate what that person wears. Stephen, like hold that thought here. We're going to continue bringing it back here in just a moment. I know you. he originally called in with a question for Conan, so I want to make sure. I want to make sure he gets a chance to get to that. Uh, plus, your calls and thoughts are welcome. If you're in the industry, you're in the hospitality industry, you work in restaurants, uh, whether you're in management or uh, you're just in the back in the kitchen or up front or whatever, and you want to you want to weigh in on this discussion, feel free. It's Free Talk Live. It's Free Talk Live, and you can join us here. The number is 603-283-6160. Phones are open, especially if you're in the hospitality business and you want to weigh in on... Is it that much harder to find good help these days? It sure as hell seems like it. And that's from me looking on the outside in. I see help wanted signs everywhere I go. And not it's just not in just the restaurants. Yeah, not just in restaurants. Uh, but certainly those have always been a high turnover business. With incentives posted underneath. Mm-hmm. So signing bonuses or... Oh, yeah. um, you know, we'll move you for free if we, if we need to. Some of them were also dishonest about their incentives. So I saw one online today that is like, we're going to pay you $16 an hour. Okay, that's, that seems promising. Is, right? there, is there an asterisk next Up to it? to $16 well, well, it's even worse than that. The, the pay rate is actually $13 an hour plus benefits, and they're estimating that the benefits are wow. worth $3 an hour. So there is, Was it a corporate place or a local? Yeah, it was corporate. So there's still a lot of shady stuff like yeah. that going on in these places, and yeah, that, that's how that's how some of these places get to. They're oh, we're paying you know eighteen dollars an hour or whatever. Okay, but they're actually paying you Not fifteen dollars an hour. Right, right. Or they, they might like, consider they might feed you lunch for free or something. Yes, they might. Also and they'll do tack that. they'll tack that onto the your your hourly. By the way, speaking of food, uh, grab some truth smacks and help do some outreach to people that need to hear the ideas of freedom. Because on the back of the bags of this amazing trail mix brand are some really awesome truth-related quotes. And uh, essentially, like I said, it's like an outreach tool, basically. You can get to people uh, through their stomachs because uh, Suzanne, a former English teacher and a longtime truth seeker, has started her own trail mix brand. She's making it, bagging it, and sealing it herself in a commercial kitchen down in Naples, Florida. And she calls it Truth Smacks because there's a heavy dose of truth on the back of every bag. they got two flavors. One is the original and another peppermint-infused. It's available in two sizes as well. Truthsmacks.com slash shop uh, that's truthsmacks.com slash shop it's made with all raw unadulterated ingredients this is good stuff it's only food as nature intended truthsmacks.com slash shop they're spreading truth one delicious morsel at a time we get back to steven in georgia he works in restaurants he's been in there for uh, at least the last seven years uh, has it all been with the same company or have you been kind of uh, moved around or here and there um, so it's kind of been with the same company. Well, it's been with different companies, but um, when COVID went down and the company that I work for shut down, I stayed with my boss. I see. Um, and yeah, so he got a job, and then I was like, "I want to work for you," and he's like, "All right, come on." Um, and now, um, in a weird turn of events, we are peers, which is really fun. Hmm. So you're saying that uh, the young people that are coming in there are are completely useless. Like most of them, they're not sticking well, it out. They don't know the basics of just showing up on time and having I, a good attitude. No, no, no. That's not it. That, I'm, that's what I said. I apologize. What it is is they haven't been ever told they're wrong. And in this industry... You did use the term um, entitled. You say something? Well, yeah, they're entitled. And the, like they, they feel like, hey, I don't have to scrub that or I don't have to do this, um, and you should just give me $12 an hour 
to wait tables plus tips. Like I've had that conversation. Hmm. Um, the big issue that I have with a lot of these young people is one, they're dishonest. Um, and two, they can't stand competing ideas. So I, I work here 60 hours a week. I listen to the, the radio show. I talk politics. And somebody told me that I was a domestic terrorist. And I was like, why? Let's have an honest conversation. And she, she, she shoved her hands into her ears, shoved her fingers into her ears, and went, la, 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 la. la. <laughs> Dude, we've had callers that and do that. I said, I said, you don't get to do that here. Either go home, don't bring it up, or get ready to have a legitimate, articulate conversation. You pick. Nice. And she calls her mommy. Wow. I mean, there definitely is that, that mentality. I mean, uh, among people, as you said, I think 18 to 21, 22-year-olds, somewhere around there. Yeah, The, the younger generation, the, there is a lot of that entitled mentality among them, but... At the place, I, one of our best employees was also one of these. One of our worst employees was one of these twenty-year-old, you know, mm-hmm. worthless people who can't take criticism, has to be coddled, and you can't say anything. You can't have any fun conversations around them. Or they're going They'll to be offended. They're offended. And the other one's pretty much the same age, but actually a good worker. They probably had good parents who taught them good values. They didn't though. They, they, they they're upper middle class. Their parents are. Uh, professors at the university wow. they've been spoiled hmm. and coddled their entire how the hell life. did they end up that, that way i don't know but well maybe did. maybe it's a standard like teenagers they uh they turn the opposite way from their parents Could right be. so if their parents were coddling them they said you know what i want to be more independent uh steven you called with a question for conan go ahead yeah um and side note um i'm working so if the clacking gets a little loud feel free to just turn me off you're good man um, go ahead or mute me or whatever so, Conan, last time you were on the show, you and Aria got in a little conversation about, and here's what I believe you said, Russia will live 200 more years, but the, the United States won't make it one more year. You believe that a few states up there are going to separate. My question to you is what plan, because I know you're a prepper, you've mentioned it before, what are your plans to expand the territory of, volunteerism uh, in a post-collapse world. Well, I've been trying for the last 10 years being here in Keene, uh, doing my doing my urban urban gardening. I do I do I raise chickens, I raise rabbits, and my garden is huge. You can see it from Google. <laughs> the Google Maps. And every one of my every one of my neighborhood knows who I am. Mm-hmm. This is this could be a bad thing because the first the first yeah. s- first step in prepping is you don't tell people you're a prepper. I've been trying uh, to introduce this to my neighbors. They're all really intrigued. They're all, you know, all happy for me. Mm-hmm. But if it hits the fan, I I already know where they're going to go. Now, I, I, now the first wave might not make it through, but I only have <laughs> I only have so much ammo. But uh, for, so for, that's first 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 ease is uh, I'm trying to live uh, by example. I'm trying to prove that it's that it's possible. I, uh, with the exception of of uh, animal feed for my chickens and for my rabbits, I am one hundred percent self sufficient. I grow enough food that I don't, I would never have to walk into a store uh, to buy anything. I do, I do go you know to Aldi's. I buy milk, I buy crackers, and I buy bean burrito roll, wraps every now and then. But 
Uh, but uh, yeah, but you could live without those. But yes, I could live without those. So, so at the moment, they're you know they're they're icing on the cake. But I am one hundred percent self sufficient. This year, I plan to grow enough uh, uh, types of uh, plant plant uh, plants that my my chickens and my rabbits could could survive off of that could ha- prevent me from having to go to the uh, tractor supply where I get my feed. Uh, so yes, number one is live by example, and I'm just hoping, 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 hoping that people stop growing f- flowers. And actually start growing something that they can eat. So to, to answer his question, you're saying you're helping people uh, understand the way to be self-sufficient. Uh, for instance, Aria and Bonnie have taken to gardening. Yep, I think yep, you were yeah, an influence, uh, a big influence. And, on and start small. Start with something that you can actually manage. 100 square foot, 10 by 10. You know, that's it's anyone could do that. And when you I mean, when you start figuring out what actually grows in your region, you know what's what's possible. And when you when you figure out all of the the rocks and the roots that you have to dig up, so it's, there's a lot of infrastructure involved. We have to, you have to set up shop early on because uh, it's because it's I've been doing it for ten years and I'm still not as big as I would I want to be. There you go, uh, Stephen. Thanks. But but as but as far as voluntarism, uh, step step one, do it first. Prove that you can do it. And, and, and you can and prove to yourself that it is actually possible before you start trying to preach to other people what they should do. Thank you, Stephen, for the call tonight. I appreciate it. we got more coming up. And you can join us here on Free Talk Live. It is Free Talk Live. You can join us here. And bring up what you want. The number is 603-283-6160. That's 603 603- Free Talk Live is brought to you by Bitcoin.com. We talk about how to prepare yourself for the end of the nation state as we know it. Well, having a garden is a good plan, as Conan had suggested. And having some alternative currency is also a good one. Get over to Bitcoin.com and learn about cryptocurrency. Click Get Started at the top of the page. You'll find lots of great introductory information there to give you the basics about crypto like Bitcoin and Bitcoin Cash over at Bitcoin.com. Again, just click Get Started at the top of the page. If you're not brand new to crypto and you want to get the latest news headlines, they've got them for you every single day over at News.Bitcoin.com. We are going to go back to your calls and thoughts. Uh, Sarah is on the line in New Mexico. You're on Free Talk Live. Sarah. Um, yes, I just want to bring up that, do you remember that, um, I brought up that school bus that got hit by, um, um, a speeder that got flipped over? Yeah, that's right. Flipped on its side. Families, their families are going to throw a lawsuit against the, the speeder and the white car. Um, and then the APS, the school board, and then also the school driver. And, Why? Why was the the driver know, at fault? They got t-boned. Well, um, you know what? That's the logic of this. I I I heard this. It's like it's just kind of like overstretched, frivolous lawsuit. And what they yeah, I mean, it sounds like, like they, it. What, yeah, it is. What uh, the what they left out is the city. They need to sue, sue the city for removing the speeding cameras and red light cameras for these people were speeding and drag racing. So they are suing. I'm sorry, Sarah, but the city will not be held liable for removing a red light camera because somebody decided to go and speed at 100 miles an hour down the street. Crazier things have happened. They will not be held liable for that. They are immune from any kind of liability and for for uh, removing for removing a sign, a stop sign. No, she said red light cameras. Oh, oh, I thought it was yeah. 
Well, the thing and besides, is that, a guy going 100 miles an hour doing a drag race doesn't give a damn about a stop sign. Yeah. But yeah, but if there was a stop sign that was there and someone removed it and then the accident happened, I think you could hold whoever removed it as liable. I don't know. It's hard as hell to hold government in any way liable or accountable. It's very, very difficult uh, to do that. There are some very limited circumstances. Do you think this is a good thing or a bad thing? No, the thing is that I like the part that they they want to sue the driver that hit him and then the in his insurance company, yes. Why are they jacking up the driver? Why are they jacking up the APS, the the school? But that's because they got a bottomless pit. I mean, just to extort money. Because this is our culture, Sarah. This is people are just mean like that. They're jerks. They're like, well, where's the money at? Well, here's an option. Here's an option. Here's an option. Let's sue them all. Let's just throw yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, let's yeah. just throw whatever sticks see what and sticks. see what sticks to the yeah. wall, and we'll go. We'll get, maybe we'll get a nice, a nice fat paycheck. Uh, I'm, I'm okay with frivolous lawsuits against the government. I mean, if even one in one hundred wins, then the government loses. They, they one have to fight off these lawsuits, and this, yeah, but then the taxpayers yeah, but, are paying for yeah, it. We, we, yeah, but collapse the system faster. With the exception of the driver, the, the, the drag racer, the other two entities, that's taxpayer. So yeah. why, my question but, is, why have they decided to to, to sue the bus driver? Who was just doing his doing his job, and someone yeah. decided to t-bone him. Now that is well, that's okay. crap. That guy's got no money. He's a damn bus driver. You can't get well, money out of a stone. Go for the APS. Okay, the guy's got minimum. There's nothing to get out of him. That's a blood out of a turnip. So right. then now they're going to go to the school, the bottomless yeah. pit. Yeah. Well, so the, they're not going to get anything uh, out of the school. I'll guarantee you. On like that I one. said, uh, weirder things have happened. People have gotten criminals breaking into some dude's house, burglars cut themselves entering into the window yeah, sue the, the owner but i'm saying there have been weirder suits that yeah, have that have won money happen. for the for the criminal yeah i get i get what you're saying and thank you for the call here they're not saying the criminal is going to be suing the criminal is going to be sued in this case the yeah. man who was doing the uh the drag race aria i mean i'm all i'm all in favor of stick it to the state if they've done something wrong but in this case I mean, this, we this suffer. is a school bus driver driving some kids. Yeah, home. but that's the, the taxpayer suffers though. Yeah, and, and that's the and that's the thing. No one really, no one knows where the money comes from. No one knows where the food comes from. No one knows where the 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 the, the Sarah, your red light cameras, your your speeding cameras. You don't know where that comes from, woman. It's a private corporation that installed those. Well, things. but yeah, but and who paid for it? Who paid that private corporation to install all those? Yeah, exactly. Sarah doesn't understand how that works because she doesn't pay taxes. But Ian, you're right, and I would walk my statement back a bit. I'm not a fan of frivolous lawsuits against the state unless the state has done something wrong. Even if it's a minor transgression against you, they did something wrong. Hold them accountable. I totally agree with you there. Let's go to Major Payne. He's on the line in Michigan. Go ahead, Major. Yeah, this family probably didn't have any money and hired an ambulance chaser. And mm-hmm. going right, they'll throw everything against the wall to see what sticks. Sue everybody around the pond. Yep, right. But uh, anyway... Sarah brought up some interesting stuff a while back, but I don't want to delve into that. It's like where Crisco came from. That's a leftover from World War II. What were you calling about then? Submarine lieutenant. Submarine lieutenant? What? Yeah, Crisco. Hydrogenated oil. That way if the sub got hit in the ass, it wouldn't leave a blood trail. Wait, how does that explain how this works? They, they hydrogenated cut? vegetable oil. They use they 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 fill just like using it for uh, gear fluid in your in your transmission. It gets warm. It turns back into oil. It lubes whatever. 
But if it's if you're harpooned, it doesn't float like leave that black blood trail like you know. Oh, interesting. Hmm. So they decided it was good enough to spread on toast and, and feed it to us. <laughs> Hey, hey, there's a lot of interesting things that came from the military, like uh, the microwave oven. They discovered that when they were putting up the radar dishes just before World War II in Hawaii. One of the operators was sitting there with a chocolate bar in his top pocket, and the damn thing melted. Really? <laughs> and it, and then he died from radiation two years later. Did he really? I don't know. I'm oh, guessing. Wow. It, it very well could have. I, I know one of my buddies grew horns on his neck, died of age and origin. So did some of his kids. Just yeah. Damn. But, uh, yeah, that's what I got to say, too. All right, Major. Thanks thanks for the call, man. I appreciate it. Uh, the number here is 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. I want to make sure I understand what he was saying about Crisco. So they basically used it in place of oil because if a L- submarine... Lubricant. Yeah. So because if a submarine gets hit, it's going to leak oil, which is a liquid, and it's going to leave basically a trail. leave a trail. But Crisco, presumably... Does would, not. He said it would sink... It floats. Right? I think oh, it floats. Oh, okay. Because so that's... That, that's just bizarre. Interesting story. I, yeah, I've never heard that, yeah. and I would never have given that any thought whatsoever. <laughs> so thank you for that, Major Yeah, Penn. people stop eating Crisco and, and margarine. <laughs> I never yeah. really thought it was considered food, was it? It's this gross... I grew up eating the stuff, oh and now I know God. what I know, and I'm... Oh, my God. Hey, you know what? If the bugs won't eat it, if you can take a tub of margarine, put it on your porch... And the flies ignore and it? Just, and just let it sit there for weeks... Yeah, God, and the so bugs gross. won't eat it. Really, you you don't want to mess with That's it. That's creepy. It is. That's all I'm saying. I only do I do lard, uh, olive oil, coconut oil. That's it. Yeah, Be- uh, beef tallow. I do olive oil. The natural stuff seems to have made a comeback. Well, they say that peanut oil and castor oil and all those are natural too. But when you when you consider the processes, mm-hmm, when they yeah. you know the, yeah. it, the very lengthy processes, then they got to bleach it afterwards and the, you know no it's not natural there's nothing right. natural about it we can all agree that crisco is not natural well i mean yeah it's, yeah, it's well it's a natural lubricant for submarines well. <laughs> <laughs> okay I, and i'm okay if people want to use it for that purpose but don't feed it to your kids well it's a bad idea to feed it to your kids so please don't coming up we got the metaverse another alleged rape that has occurred in the metaverse, supposedly. Yeah, well, I got videos. Allegedly, so if you want to see it, Conan. <laughs> I think it's. I think I this is. I think it's this is the- just the next wave of metaverse police. They want. Oh, yeah. it, they want to set the police up before the metaverse gets up and running. I've got a story here from uh, the uh, Davos. So World I don't Economic take, take this. Take this article with a big fat grain of salt. I think it's a setup. The UAE minister says that serious crime in the metaverse should be outlawed by the United Nations. Yeah. Yeah more control so they want to get control before they unroll it yeah and we're just talking about a video game here there's more coming up in moments you can join us it is free talk live it is free talk live we invite you to join us here Number 603 283 6160. That's 603 283 6160. Here tonight, it's Ian. Mario. And Conan. Uh, you can bring up whatever you want, and that is the point here on Free Talk Live. I want to thank Bonnie Nestat, who is a Free Talk Live supporter of our AMPS program. It's a Patreon, and she is a gold level supporter, which means Bonnie is contributing. Uh, at least 10 bucks a month to the show. Really appreciate it. Uh, you can join her over at amps.freetalklive.com. 
That's amps.freetalklive.com. And uh, you get some cool perks, you get some benefits for joining up there and helping us spread the ideas of liberty as far and as wide as possible. It's amps.freetalklive.com. So, uh, Conan, we got another story. Because this isn't the first time. It was, what, three months ago, maybe, or something like that? It's been a couple months uh, since the last supposed metaverse rape. Where, I, I which doesn't wait. even make sense. I, yeah, I can't wait to hear what what these people are crying about because I've seen the video and it's stupid, <laughs> but it's not a rape. It's the, someone no. who's never played a video game in their life and has never been teabagged because that is that, that's exactly it. I was going to mention that as well. It's like saying that getting teabagged in that's humiliating and it's been it's okay, happened. What is a tea uh, bag? It's can happened you to all of us. Can you this describe would, it on the radio? This was not. Teabagging. This can, was. Can, can, you, can you describe teabagging on the radio? Because it sounds a little dirty. I don't know if you can do that. It's when you you, you defeat someone in a video game and you go and you basically sit sit on top. You of You squat course. on their face. I see. I see. Up okay. and down. Up and down. Up and down. And it's humiliating because you got. It's just you got ganked. Is what it is. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just it's something kids do. Yeah. And it's the same thing that's happened here, except this is not <laughs> this is not that level at all. Disturbing accounts of women being sexually assaulted and harassed in the metaverse are racking up, according to online watchdogs. <laughs> one 21-year-old woman says she was raped within one hour of being in the metaverse, according to a new I report. I hope if this woman ever encounters a real rape victim that they slap this person. Like, this This is such an insult to an actual victim yes. of actual yes. bodily violations of their, you know, privates that's insane but, but to say Ian, all anything of, like that all of these all of these terms are being redefined yeah this is crazy you know racism is redefined rape is redefined it's a new it's they these kids these kids that won't go to work and work in the restaurants that yeah. we were talking about before they're redefining and making up all these new words to, to, the to, so they can be a victim yeah they don't know the difference be, to, to them all of these things are interchangeable sexual harassment sexual assault and rape they're all the same thing to these people who are under the age of 25 or so like i see it all the time on facebook where someone talks about you know some some experience where they were sexually harassed and they interchangeably use words like I was sexually assaulted or I was raped or whatever and you came to find out it was like some someone, some dude was hitting on her yeah so so they don't even know the difference man it's sad this according to a new report from some of us a nonprofit advocacy organization and online community that campaigns to hold corporations accountable <laughs> for a variety of alleged infractions the report a fun bunch titled metaverse another cesspool of toxic content takes a deep dive into allegations of a woman being virtually gang-raped. Imagine doing oh this with God. your life. Imagine being like, I want to be a journalist. And then you, you go to journalism school and you, you get a career and then you're writing an article about a woman getting raped in a video game. <laughs> like, I said, it seriously. like I said, take, yeah. take this whole article with a big fat grain of salt. Uh, we, we, we need take to... Take it with a shot of vodka. And, some, and yes. <laughs> That's the, the only way it's going to make sense. Well, that's young, what allegedly happened here was they forced <laughs> virtual alcohol on this woman and held her against her will. Who, who took it? Took it and consumed it. Well, what's that, what's tell, that all about? I don't know. How can you happened. force someone to take it out of their hands and dr- actually drink from I it? I mean, we don't know how the game is programmed here. It's possible she was reaching up to push it away and the game is programmed to transfer the bottle to her hand. Yeah, but, uh, I mean, we, we have no idea. They get into it where apparently, I'm sure it's mentioned in your article, Conan, but apparently the 
Horizon Worlds, which is the the new Facebook yep. metaverse thing. Where they don't even uh, have yeah, their, their torsos. It's worth remembering that she got raped by a torso. They have something called a personal boundary. So the first time this rape thing happened, Facebook said, okay, well, you know, we've got this feature. It's personal boundary. You can turn it on. Now, apparently it's set default on. Uh, which means so that she turned hers off. So she must have turned hers off. Yes, but if you do, if you leave it on, you can't even talk to other people. You no, it says interact- you just can't. It says that people just cannot come near your avatar. They they have to stay four f- virtual feet away. I was under the impression that it also meant you wouldn't hear them and they wouldn't hear you. I don't know about that. Mm. Mm. The young maybe another the, option. Because the young other, woman who otherwise worked- they could say something offensive, offensive and, yeah. and, 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 and rape your ears. Raped you. yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. That's what these people would say. Dude. They're nuts. Uh, you're hurting my you're hurting my ears <laughs> with, with your sexual assault. Right? One might say we're raping your ears. That's that that is actually a term. I when know. I'm when I'm listening to the gangster rap, that's the term that I use. Hey, baby, I'm really got a thing for low res human torsos. Oh god, because that's they, what we're they, talking about here. By the way, the, these characters do not have anything below the waist. There is nothing there. There's no legs. There's no crotch. They start at the belly button and they go up to the head, and, and that's they, it. They have Minecraft arms, right? They don't have hands and fingers or whatever. It's just a solid. It's a, it's a rectangle. Is their arm? They're floating. I was shocked by the really low frame rate, right? This is not high fidelity. There's no mistaking this for the real world. If you're wearing a 3D headset, you're not going to think, oh my God, is this real life? No. You're obviously playing this crappy... It's so low res. It's it's so terrible. And it's just a torso of someone standing there. Well, floating. Yeah, floating. Everybody floats in (laughs) Horizon Worlds. All right, what else, Conan? The young woman who works as a researcher for the group... Works uh, the the work the group is some of us. Uh, she is paid to research quote rapes in <laughs> w- the virtual world. Was led into a private room at a party on Horizon Worlds, a metaverse platform released by Meta last December I in the like U.S. and Canada. I would like to see the rest of this clip now. <laughs> that allows uh, that allows users to gather with others, play uh, play games, and build their own virtual worlds. She has claimed her hold, avatar hold, 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 was then raped on. by a user while another watched and passed around a virtual bottle of vodka, <laughs> and others could be seen watching yeah. through a window. Hold, hold on. I, I've been to a fair number of parties, and you never go to the back room with someone holding a video camera and a bottle of liquor. <laughs> that you don't know. and Unless yeah. you know what's about to go down. And if you don't know, just take a look around, and it should be obvious, oh, that's what's about to go down. So I would love to see the rest of this clip. There's video. We watched it during the break. There's. It's not worth playing on the air because it's just you know the some salacious comments. The, the thirty so seconds that we saw was just. It's a, it was. It's a party, and it's just. No, we don't need to watch any more of this. But what happened beforehand? That's what I want to know. What did they say to her about like why they needed to take her to the back room? Uh, was she just was? Did she go to the back room because she knew something bad was going to happen and she wanted? How could uh, you this? not like if this happened in real life, right? I mean, just imagine being in that situation where these two dudes, one of them sitting there with a video camera, bottle of liquor, and the other guy's like, "Hey, let's go to the to the back room here at this party," right? And what if if what happened in the video happened in real life where you got one guy pressing against her, the other guy trying to shove out alcohol down her throat while videotaping? Okay, yeah, you're probably breaking some laws there. No doubt. But this is a video game. None of this is actually happening. No, it's you go- could hit log out at any time that you wanted to. She and she took she, she took that off. bottle of vodka. She took a swig. 
I don't know about that. I think she just got grabbed the thing and she set it down on the on the window. After she took a swig, I think I saw it. I saw it. Conan's right. She got drunk and she was in this questionable situation. She was asking for it. In a chilling video clip released by some of us, one avatar is one avatar is recorded saying, "Check this out. It's a free show. Oh, getting it? Get down with that gritty. You heard." Meanwhile, the bystander avatar responds with, you're going to need more of this shorty while passing the virtual bottle around. Hey, a free show. The avatar is then heard shouting. When a the, user the fully is- clothed avatars. Yes. Well, actually, yeah. the fully clothed torsos. Yes. Fully clothed torso. Because you- the avatar you have on Snapchat and Facebook, Facebook's horrible avatars are better than what you see in Horizon Worlds. Facebook? This isn't Facebook? It is, but- This is Facebook's product. Yeah. yeah. No, it's Meta's product. Facebook is a separate entity. You have an avatar well, on Facebook. it's the same company. If you've ever gone through to make your avatar on Facebook, you have an avatar I didn't on know Facebook. that was an option. It is an option. It's very simple. They, they got the idea from Snapchat, once Snapchat did it. And those avatars look better than what you find in Horizon's world. Now, now here's, how, here's how Horizon works. So here's some of the mechanics. And they have legs. When a user is touched by another in the metaverse, the hand controllers vibrate creating a very disorienting and even disturbing <laughs> physical experience during a virtual assault. It happens. He made my hand vibrate. It, it happened so fast, I, I was kind of disassociated. One, oh part, my God. one part of my brain was like, WTF, it's happening. The other part yeah. was like, this isn't a real body. And another part Girl. was like, this is important research. You ain't going to make it. <laughs> this this person is not going to make it. This can't be real, man. This has to be like one of those crazy Onion articles that you give. Like, you know, no. the, here, here's this teacher who was forcing kids to be trans or whatever. The, this can't be real. The watchdog also noted that the VR users have long reported problems with sexual harassment, verbal abuse, racial slurs, and invasion of personal space on a myriad of apps. But I believe that. Oh, I mean, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, there's a if bunch of punk kids in there, and they got nothing better to do. It's more coming up. Free Talk Live. Hey, it's Free Talk Live. We're kicking off uh, another hour here in the third hour of the show. The phones are open at 603-283-6160. That's 603 283 6160. We are talking about the metaverse, something that I don't think anybody on this show has any real drive to actually go and experience. Uh, but it is going to be, be pushed very heavily by mega tech corporations such as Meta, which is the name that Facebook rebranded itself as because. They're bigger than Facebook now in their mind. They bought uh, well, the they Oculus. they want to be, but their other products are just terrible. This is being pushed by the elite. Davos, the the thing. Davos folk, they want this to happen because this is part of their plan. This but is part of their program. But it's not catching on, man. People just and so, aren't and, interested. And just like bugs aren't catching on. Just like the pod pods aren't catching on either as fast as they would want it to. But it it's coming. It's, it's coming down the pike. It's going to happen one day, especially when you consider... You know, you can't go anywhere because you can't afford fuel to get there. Yeah. And as long as you have someone like me delivering all your groceries, you know, you could stay in your pod and you can stay. What are you going to do in your pod? The one that you can't really move around. You you can reach one hand out, touch one wall. You can reach the other hand out and touch the other wall. Go into the metaverse. You're going to go into the metaverse to hang out. So they're pushing this thing. (laughs) That's the... 
<laughs> and there are these so-called researchers who are going into the metaverse on uh, what is called Meta's Horizon Worlds app. And where- you know, we quoted her a minute ago. This is proof that what she experienced wasn't even remotely analogous to rave. She had three thoughts during this process. The first one was something like, this can't really be happening. The second one was, this isn't a real body. And the third thought, which no rape Sh- victim should I, in the Should I go through it? No rape victim in the history of humanity has ever thought was, this is valuable research. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you know this wasn't a rape. And the yeah. next thing you know, there's going to be another report by some progressive, some Chank Uger type, some Bernie Sanders type. Mm-hmm. He's going to write about how, well, you know what? She really was into it. She was... <laughs> Because all women are, well, and then it, and then it's going to be handmaid. Go and it's going to be handmaidens two, two point, handmaidens two point oh. She did go into a back room with yep. two strangers yep. with alcohol. I mean, all they were no real was alcohol. the black casting couch, man. Well, they were they were black guys apparently, or at least they're uh, t- at least they sounded their images were. Urban. But uh, the uh, the story here from someofus.org. So this is the, actu- the actual article they yeah, wrote. This is their twelve page report on what they experienced in the metaverse and i'm on page number five where they they've sort of just been talking about meta and it's acquiring of all these vr companies and buying different virtual reality games and you know owning these things uh and then they go into the uh, the claim that harassment and abuse is rampant uh then in the section called sexual violence and sexual harassment there's actually written trigger warning in all caps so for all those who are just too sensitive to even read the description of what happened in the metaverse here they say minimal moderation allows toxic behavior to thrive normalizing sexual harassment especially toward female appearing and female sounding avatars in may of 2022 some of us researchers and it's spelled by the way s-u-m of us uh went into the metaverse and were astonished by how quickly they encountered sexual harassment the disturbing accounts what is this, below. Their first time on the internet. Yes, obviously yeah, must be, or the, or maybe it's their first time in, in any kind of an environment with other people on the internet. Uh, yeah, any any female who has ever created a Facebook account or an Instagram account knows that it doesn't take long before she's being sexually harassed. And this is metaverse. This sounds just like that one uh, one researcher who walked through, put a body cam on, and walked through the streets of, of New York for like a whole hour, mm-hmm. and she recorded all the dudes that were... Um, Cat uh, calling. And she was all upset about the sexual harassment, and there was not a... No one put a hand on her. No, right. none, of, none of it was bad. It was all, hey, hey, girl. Hey, yeah. hey, hey. Sure. And she was mad about that. It's the, same, it's the <laughs> same thing here, except it's 12-year-olds. The disturbing accounts below offer a deeper glimpse into the harmful sexual content on a largely unregulated metaphor. That's what it's all about right there. Yeah, they want the government to come in here and I've got and, and by the way, something. I have their three I have their list of three uh requests that they want to get from to make, the government to, to make happen. Yeah. So then they get into the story which you already told us about Conan about the woman who went into a back room at a, a party where she was quote unquote raped uh by these two uh Torsos, by the way, again, no legs, no genitals, nothing like that. Uh, and then they actually link to the clip here. But then there's more where they talk about the woman we spoke about um, a few months ago. So the beta tester for Horizon Worlds filed a complaint at the, again when this was in beta that her quote avatar had been groped by a stranger unquote. I don't like this. You know, as you said that, as you described her, her being raped, and the it occurred to me that you know you could say she was 
digitally assaulted or or digitally battered or something like that. But then you realize how absolutely moronic is. Like I play online games and I, a lot of those I do player versus player content and I get killed by other players. But to say that you I, got killed, I can't, I, know, right? I can't come into work. I need some time to to cope because I, I got just killed. got murdered. It's absolutely insane. And then teabagged. Yeah. yeah. And no one would take it seriously. Everyone would say, what the hell are you talking about? Get back to whatever it is you're trying to do. But when it's when it's someone in the metaverse, suddenly we're not treating it like it's just absolute hysteria. Not yet. I mean, but it is. I, I mean, that's that's what's coming. I'm not this trying. What's coming. To, I'm not trying to defend the teenagers or whatever and their bad behavior on the internet here. But you could argue this woman asked for it. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh. And by the way, she, <laughs> I'm not even going to say that in the digital. And, and, Every and, step and, of and the by way. the way, she turned. We she were talking about her. Off. She turned her boundary. Her, right. Her physical boundary. The, the off. article comments on that. It says, quote, the Some of Us researcher noted how quickly she encountered sexual assault on the platform after another user encouraged her to disable the personal boundary setting. So she was manipulated by another user to turn off the setting that would have prevented the horrific rape from occurring because the boundary setting prevents other avatars that you aren't yep. friends with yep. from coming within a four-foot virtual foot radius. And of by you. the way, Miss Researcher, it sounded like teenagers to me. You got, you got manipulated. You got groomed mm-hmm. by some kids. I think she wanted it to I happen. think she wanted it she to. Handmaid's Tale ba- 2.0, I'm she, telling you. She turned off the personal boundary and then proceeded to go into a private room with two men who she did not know. <laughs> you know, like, you just broke all the rules of real life, girl. But this is 2022. Here's how, here's how rape works in 2022. If you feel remorse the next day, if you feel guilty mm. that you had that one night stand with whoever, even though you consented, at even the time. though you consented at the time, and maybe maybe and maybe there were drinks involved, maybe you were completely one hundred percent sober. But if you feel guilty the next day, that's rape. I yeah. have seen that's rape. That's the new definition. Yeah, I insane. have seen people legitimately try to make that argument, and it's disturbing. It's rare, and I think those people are generally considered to be on the fringes of you know this ultra feminist wave or whatever. But there are people out there who legitimately would make that exactly this is this is not only is this part of victim culture but this is also scapegoating you made a mistake you slept with that person and now you feel guilty about it and now you want to pass you want to pass the blame because you feel guilty it's scapegoating so i mean no deal with your guilt like everyone else walk a shame walk your ass out them at that at that dorm room (laughs) and then do with your hair all with your hair all rumpled and yeah do because you know you're gonna Mm -hmm. you know you're gonna be with someone else in the next weekend uh, so again, the uh, the beta tester, they complain here because me- remember, this other person said she was quote unquote groped by a stranger during the Horizon Worlds beta test. He, she has nothing for the stranger to grope. That's right. <laughs> the, these uh, avatars, although they, they have hair and you know facial features, they have no distinguishable features that one can say are male or female. No, no, they look female. Is it because, but they don't have breasts? Yeah, I think they do. By the yeah. way, the, the, by the way, the one spectator that has the, the bottle of vodka looks like a female to me. Oh, really? Maybe I could be wrong. Meta, they claim, not only failed to take action against the aggressor, but actually blamed the beta tester for inadequate use of personal safety features. Which you deactivated. Which you deactivated, woman. The the last groping or whatever it was three months ago... Meta put a put the put this physical boundaries in place. Maybe it was already there because again they're saying that that person didn't even use them or whatever at the time. 
another woman in Horizon Worlds reported Nina Jane Patel reported being, quote, virtually gang-raped, unquote, within 60 seconds of logging onto the platform by a group of three to four male-appearing avatars. Teenagers. She's, she said she was groped aggressively and, quote, verbally and sexually harassed, unquote, becoming a target for suggestive and lewd remarks due to her avatar's outwardly female appearance. The number here is 603-283-6160. And you can join us. They've got solutions, though. Yep. It's Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. You can join us here. The number is 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. We're talking about the latest report of a supposed rape. Alleged. In the metaverse. And what's really bizarre about this one is that the last time we talked about this, Meta implemented this safety bubble thing that people could turn on to prevent this from ever happening again. And this lady turned hers off. Yep. And then complained about the obvious results that happened. It's like people wrecked and died in cars. So companies are like, okay, well, we're going to invent this seatbelt. And then she wrecked and died. And she's like, I need to sue the... Mm-hmm. This is the vehicle manufacturer's fault. And their response is, well, you took your seatbelt off. So That's not expect? good enough. That's <laughs> so basically what they're saying here. And Conan, you've got the three things that they want to have the government do. Uh, to get involved in this situation coming up here, we'll share that's that with what you. this that's what this uh, this nonprofit specializes in. Take, go, go, going after these corporations, yep. and some of the, one of their requests, I'm I'm kind of okay with, but the other two, not so much. We'll get into that, uh, but I, I've got a couple more because I'm on this list here. I've got their 12 page report pulled up here, which is something metaverse, the cesspool of whatever. It's called metaverse, another cesspool of toxic content. And it's like you said, Arias, have these people never been on the internet before? What happens when you take human beings and you eliminate any kind of potential for social like consequences for actions and and things that somebody might say? People act differently than they would act in yep. real life. You take away and you give an anonymity to teenagers yep. and other badly behaved uh, individuals who know that there will be no consequence for and, being a real s head. And that's and that's exactly what happens. If you, I I don't play the consolers. I'm not a consoler. It's happened but, so long. But that's that, but that's where that's where the real. Uh, the real pain is with these young kids, you know, uh, throwing out racial slurs and yeah. calling you names, this, and it's just, they're just nasty. This has happened as long as there have been anonymous communications mediums. I remember when my friends and I, when we were teenagers, were screwing around on CB radio back yeah. in the mid-1990s, <laughs> okay? Uh, cr- uh, crank calling. Yeah, crank calls, sure. That used to be example. a thing. In fact, they had shows of good <laughs> yeah. crank callers. They do it on the radio. Yeah. But here's but here's the thing, lady, researcher, you don't have to go to this room. Nope. You didn't have to go to that back room. You don't even have to log on. You could I mean, have logged off if quote, you wanted unquote, to. They raped her right out in the front of the whole party, right? Like, there's nothing stopping them from doing it. <laughs> That's it, it, true. it wait, 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 wait. It it, we, keep saying, we keep saying rape. This is her definition. This is 2022 because yeah. because that didn't happen. What do you want to call it? I it mean, wasn't even sexual harassment. Right. They bumped into her. <laughs> Unex- unauthorized bumping. Although you could ar- argue it was authorized because she turned off her little bubble. Uh, uh, yep. So, 
And anyway, uh, there's a couple more examples here. They uh, they go on. So apparently, Meta uh, they talk about in the beginning part of this 12-page report that Meta has made a bunch of purchases. Not only did they buy Oculus, the company that was manufacturing and they came up with you know one of the major players in the virtual reality hardware market, they bought that several years ago, probably most of the most of a decade at this point. Uh, but they also have purchased some of the software. So apparently some of the uh, the most popular gaming applications that you can buy on the Oculus Rift store is actually owned by Meta. And so one of them is uh, called Population One. Now, I had not heard of this at all, but I went and I looked it up. It is uh, apparently one of these Battle Royale-style games. So for listeners that don't know, Battle Royale-style, it's usually like 100 or 150 players. You start at the beginning of the game, and it might be a 20- or 30-minute timer or something like that. And the goal of the game is to be the last man standing. So you've got to kill everybody uh, and avoid being killed. And uh, and essentially, you're forced into a smaller and smaller map as time goes on. So it forces all the players to come together uh, as they, uh, whatever, whoever remains. And again, only one comes out victorious well there's a apparently somebody got groped on uh population one which they say meta now owns this quote sean l siggins was approached by another player who then simulated groping and ejaculating onto her how the hell do you even do that i don't know it's a it's a shooter game maybe maybe that's teabagging in in her in her eyes Another player named Marie de Gracia reported witnessing harassment more than three times per week. De Gracia also experienced abuse while wearing a haptic vest when, quote, another player groped her avatar's chest. Oh, God. You know what? Okay, I haven't. Well, she, you know, she was wearing the vest, right? I she mean, was wearing a vest. So she was aware that any sensation that happened to her avatar's breast... Like getting shot in yeah, the chest? She would feel, yeah. to some extent. It, I mean, it would vibrate, because haptic feedback, but that's basically all it is that's at it. this point. That's it. It's a little vibration. Vibration. Yeah. And I mean, I can see why that could be... That escalates the experience just ever so slightly, right? The, the fact that but she, she put the thing on. I know she did put the thing on. And she turned off the thing that prevented this person from touching her or whatever. I mean, Well, I don't, we don't know if they have that in Population 1. It is oh, a shooter true. or something, no. so maybe you know, it's part of the game. But I mean, she chose to have this experience. She yeah. got the experience she was looking for. Yeah, you went in a game where the mo- majority population of the players are teenage boys. Yeah. And you, <laughs> you picked a female avatar. Series Presumably. of bad decisions so yeah. far. In a, in, a, in a game where probably the median age is 14, and, you know, you get what you get. You know you know what? Uh, I haven't played World of Warcraft in like 10 years. Uh, when I was just leaving, uh, Blizzard had just introduced the headset option, the chat option. So before that, it was just text. Mm. But then everyone started really jumping on the headset option. So you actually could... You could speak to someone. You could yeah. speak to someone, and you were actually realizing that women actually play World of Warcraft. Yeah. When I was playing, this is so only a couple of more months before after they introduced this new option. Uh, women in World of Warcraft, in my experience, were choice. They were choice players to team up with. It was like, oh my god! You the, mean they're really good? No, no, no. They're women. <laughs> oh, you're you got a you. This is a cute little girl. I can tell by your voice. I saw something recently, though, that's really fascinating. I think it's probably true. It's that, uh, I mean, it is true that a lot of guys will want girls on their team just because of their voices or whatever. And, you know, they're, they're, they're simps they're, or whatever. They're simps. They're, mm, yeah. They're, okay. But you do have a lot of guys out there who, who hate playing with girls. And anytime Unless they're a healer. Wrong, Unless they're a healer. No, no, they hate it then. Because if anything goes wrong, they immediately latch onto the girl and blame them. And the reason for it is because... 
the presence of women in these male-dominated areas it makes men feel inadequate when they suck at the game. Really? <laughs> They're maybe maybe yes. that's these two these they, two guys that we saw in the uh, the BR. A, there was an actual study done on this where like high skilled player high skilled male players they never were hostile to the female players. It was always the underperforming males hmm. who were. Huh. Well, that makes it. But that's yeah. You're liberals. You're soy boys. Well, anyways, in my well, in my experience know, but... in my experience uh, the the girls were always sought after. We were always looking for real life, real life girls to add to our Why? to our because because we were Something guys nice to listen to. We're guys. Mm-hmm. We, we it's nice to actually talk to someone uh, who's not a female character. I'm watching I'm watching booty and breasts all around me, but it's some dude. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Uh, it's actually refreshing to actually have a, a real female on the other end. So I don't know what it's what it's become. Uh, t- from ten years ago when I was playing, but um, well, it's not good. It's not well. What I'm not I'm not trying to defend those guys. Those two guys, I think they're 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 nasty. Yeah, sure. But that's what you get. That's what you get on the internet. But you don't have to be in that room. You yeah. can log out. Anonymity. You can walk away. Yeah, you know, combine teenagers with the anonymity, and you're going to get some ugly stuff. There's more coming up here in moments, and the, you know what? The government isn't going to be able to stop it. They're going to try. It's free talk live. Free Talk Live. The phones are open. You can join us here at 603-283-6160. Coming up, the response from the government that these busybody activists want to happen because somebody on the internet offended them in uh, the metaverse. That's what we've been talking about here with you tonight. It's Ian. Aria. And Conan. Uh, also, your phone calls, of course, are welcome at 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. We're going to go to uh, El Conejo. He's on the line in Arizona. Go ahead, El Conejo. Hi, guys. Um, hey. hey, Captain, did you mention that you grow, uh, you you raise uh, rabbits and chickens? It's Conan. Captain is on on the weekends. Conan's here. Tonight. Yes, oh, rabbits okay. and chickens. I'm actually getting out of the meat rabbits. I've decided that uh, they're a little, little more work than I'm uh interested in chickens are so easy to i mean it, it not to say that rabbits aren't easy but i'm looking for as easy as i can get so yes rabbits and chickens and some cats too but i don't eat the cats well i wish i could uh, figure out a way to get a hold of jay noon because i think he raises animals too but the reason i'm calling is the uh monero community the private privacy cryptocurrency is trying to build the parallel economy by filling that uh food um, provider gap. Um, so if any farmers or ranchers out there that ship direct to people's doors, uh, sell high quality produce, um, would it be okay if they called into the show and gave their contact information? Cause I, I don't, there's too much social media. I don't think, uh, farmers and ranchers are not necessarily on all of the platforms. If, if they, if they themselves call in, they can plug their, their business, but if someone wants to call in and like give a catalog of all the, all the guys out there, it would be better if you got on our social media and just, and, wrote wrote something up but uh, yeah if the actual rancher himself or the you know the homesteader himself wants to call in and says hey look i've got yak i've got bison i've got whatever and yeah, i can i don't want to turn this show into swap shop yeah. i mean that's not really the point of uh, of this program i mean most farmers have internet access you know these days they're they're fairly Technolo- technologo- technologized? I don't know. Technologized? Te- technologized. <laughs> but yeah, if, if a yak farm yeah. wants to call in, I would love to talk to him, and then he can plug his his guy his farm while he's at it. But yeah, we're not a 
We're not Craigslist. Feel free to uh, you yeah. know make a post over at social.freetalklive.com or on our forum at forum.freetalklive.com, and uh, you know I don't I don't know if you're going to get anything out of it, but there's probably actual like internet places where you can go and find farmers. I'm I'm just going to guess there's you know there's internet forums and and places where people hang out for all I, kinds of different things. I've so. I've Googled local farms in mm-hmm. like Cheshire County right here in Keene, yeah. and I've I've there are catalogs. That list all of the the little hole in the wall farms that are okay. selling. Some guy might be just selling soap, and then some guy over here is selling everything under the yeah, sun. Yeah, the you farmers know, market milk product. There. Yeah, I mean, there's all kind, but I mean, there's little hole in the wall stores right. that I have never. I didn't, I didn't even know were there, mm. uh, and and they're listed on these cat. So I know these catalogs exist. Uh, but, but okay, well, uh, the the community starting com- campaign. If you're willing to sell for Monero, we're looking for you. Uh, we've got e-commerce help, um, and uh, if you want to be a distributor, find us on social media. Cool. Just reach out to the community. And how but do they do that? Uh, well, <clears throat> if you... Uh, I mean, saying find us in, on social media doesn't really do much. Um, you can reach out to uh, Monerotopia or Gratuitous. Uh, you guys XMR got a website. On, on Twitter? No, no. This is just kind of a recent thing. Um, we're lining up customers right now, so it's kind of lower risk for people to get involved. But uh, on Twitter, you can re- reach out to gratuitous xrm okay and gratuitous is uh, actually already got farmers lined up in um el salvador for coffee in colombia so they've, they've already been doing this um, okay. you can actually tip the, the farmers with xmr or monero with the qr code on the bag and for listeners that don't know monero is the world's top privacy coin uh out there in the market right now it's my favorite cryptocurrency i recommend uh people who actually do want to do this and do it more effectively should move to new hampshire uh, if you're a libertarian-minded person we have a community of people who do care about privacy do care about cryptocurrency many of whom are uh, farming types. So you mentioned Jay Noon, for instance. He's a former co-host here on Free Talk Live. Uh, there's also Bardo Farm, which is regularly at uh, what they call market days here in New Hampshire. They make the rounds. They go to Manchester. They go to Keene. I'm sure they go to other uh, market days. And they certainly go to the Porcupine Freedom Festival, and I'm looking forward to it because they make awesome breakfast tacos. Yeah, they're there every time I've been at the market days this year. They've been out uh, out in Westmoreland at their uh, their market day in the in the Keene area, and they bring out fresh meats from their farm, and I think some other stuff too. So, uh, and they I believe they will accept various cryptocurrencies. So I would be shocked if they don't take Monero already at this point. Thank you, uh, El Canejo, for the call tonight. But uh, you know, if you uh, if you want to have a real community of freedom loving people who appreciate local foods and appreciate cryptocurrency you've got to migrate there i mean it's one thing to live out in the middle of nowhere and order your stuff from online if you can do that with monero and have it delivered to you that's great but it's there's nothing like going to a community market day where you can actually look at the product and and talk to the farmer and and do the the transaction direct right there Uh, including paying with gold or silver or something like that that happens here that is hard to beat yeah it really happens here and it's a regular occurrence and as more people start moving here the stronger that community becomes the more economic strength uh that that it has and the the more those those people that are doing those services are going to be able to make without ever having to sell a single thing uh to anybody outside of the community which is uh is a cool thing as well so, uh, all right, Conan, let's get to their supposed solutions. They've identified so many instances of people getting their feelings hurt. And oh, my. Quote, unquote, raped I know, in right? the metaverse. This is what they want. The report noted three key measures that should be taken to regulate the VR universe. Mm. 
First, according to the report, regulators... None of this, by the way, involves personal responsibility. None of these three measures. No, 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 no. Because nope. scapegoat, because yeah. victim, you... No, that's not how this... That's not how 2022 works. This is a new... Blame the corporation. Brave new world we've entered into. Yeah. Blame everything except yourself. First, according to the report, regulators, regulators must address the predatory, anti-competitive practices of Mark Zuckerberg. How is that going to change anything? <laughs> and by the way, and by the way, this is a progressive. Some of us, they are extremely. Oh, yeah. I've looked at their board. Every every one of them, Democrat, progressive, sure, lefty. Yep. And here they are. They these are the guys you were screaming. Oh, it's a it's a private entity. You you know they could do what they want. They could they could kick off whoever they want. These are the same people claiming it's a private entity. Da 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 da. Twitter. And here they are saying regulators need to regulate Mark Zuckerberg because sure. he's anti-competitive. Well, they they want to go after the companies they don't. Is like. he private or not, people? Because if he is, you need to walk away and shut up. But no, that's no. not what they want. They want their regulated safe space, their huge safe space universe. But none of these things are going to create a safe space. None of their proposals. Not a single one. Of that's them. how government works. That's how government regulation works. It doesn't work. Yeah. There's already Decentraland and, and other competitors to Facebook's Horizon yep. that Mark Zuckerberg will never be able to take control. No matter how anti-competitive he is, he can never take control of Decentraland because it's decentralized. And you know what? He wants this too. He wants. He wants the. He's part of it. He's he's a puppet. He wants these regulators to come in and, and sure. tell him how to do business. More regulations just means fewer competitors. I don't think he cares about Facebook anymore, ma'am. I think he's doing what Jack Dorsey. And he's just he's just in his basement eating bugs. No, I think he's doing what all of these other you know tech giants did. They created this platform. They became ultra billionaires. Did, did they create it? Did they? Well, I don't care if he did or not, or if he stole it. I don't care. But he he became a billionaire at the very least, and now he wants to pursue the projects that he's passionate about that he cares about. For him, it's VR. For Jack Dorsey, it's blockchain. I don't For, know. For the guy Elon is just Musk. the guy is just he scares me just looking at him. He's, he's turning Musk, into space he is travel. becoming data every day. Every right, single so what day. Else? What's the Second, other it is a, it is alarming that to this day the U.S. has no adequate data protection laws to safeguard consumers against abusive data harvesting practices across platforms, allowing companies like Meta to sell data to third parties with little oversight. Now I'm kind of. I kind of agree with that a little bit that these people I, I are selling my data. How is that going to stop croaking in the metaverse? <laughs> exactly. So that's not. So exactly. That's not. It's really. Why did they even add this second part? Because None of this has but, to do with. But groping. again, but again, it's a private. It's a private entity. If they want to sell my data, it's in the EULA. I signed the damn EULA to get into this thing. Yeah. They you can knew sell they my. Going to sell your stuff. I knew it. And, and all the apps that I've downloaded on my phone. I, if it's a free app, you're the product. Are they putting right? forth any sort of argument about how that no. will prevent groping? No. no, because that's because the groping is a red herring. It's not about the groping. It's about right. regulation. That's what this whole. That's what these people yeah. do. That's what some of us do. They get in bed and they, they make these articles. They write these crap articles so that they can regulate corporations that they don't like. And that's yep. That's There's the bottom one more. Line. There's one more. We'll continue here in moments, and you can join us here on Free Talk Live. are open. You can join us here in the remaining moments, which are happening now. The number is 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. Here tonight, it's Ian. And Conan. And you can join us online over at freetalklive.com, where we do not do any regulating of our chat service. 
And really no regulation, uh, with the exception of spammers, on our uh, social media. Yeah, social there was, free it was a special room created for one individual who was just, you know, just a, just a little out there. What you talking about? Mouth breathing. Dullard, who doesn't ca- talk to us anymore. Oh, I th- you're talking about, that was back in the Discord days. Uh, now yeah, I we, don't think he ever joined Element. We had to do some regulating on Discord yep. because they're a centralized corporation and they had all these stupid rules. But ever since we started our own server, we have just been completely hands-off. Uh, there's literally no moderation. I have done zero moderation of that server over at chat.freetalklive.com. And you will encounter trolls. Oh, yeah. The there most are moderation trolls in there. that I've ever seen was us trolling the trolls by changing the name of one of the chats. <laughs> That's right. That's the only, quote, moderation that I've ever seen. Uh, you get that over at Free Talk Live, uh, the chat service. You can learn how to get connected over at chat.freetalklive.com. And it is definitely not a safe space. Nope. And if you can't handle that, you don't belong on the internet. Nope. Get off. Tough up. But no, there's these wussies over at someofus.org. It is a group of, you said, total leftists. Conan that have been quote unquote studying the metaverse and shocking they found that there are some rude people that are hiding behind their uh, their terminals I don't even know how rude their behavior actually was I mean it wasn't polite but it wasn't it wasn't aggressive it wasn't hostile it didn't do any damage it was just well, I mean yeah. it's rude to be mean on the internet get on get on, just, on on call of duty or whatever what with some of these kids and and start losing and watch these kids blow up. Watch them flip well, out. They're going to hate you if you start winning, too. Uh, yeah, well, there's, the there's that. Will, but you don't have to listen to their voice chat. Yeah. Number uh, three, the third reason that these, some these of us... The solutions, This is the solutions that they, that they want implemented. The first two of which ha- will have absolutely no effect nope, on, on the groping. amount of groping in no, the metaverse. No, not at all. But this, this third one might, as the Digital Services Act, the DSA gets written into law in Europe and other world governments, you, they must use this landmark legislation as a blueprint for how to regulate big tech companies in their own jurisdictions. And now I've gone over to uh, the digital strategy um, digital services to see right? what their policies, what kind of policies they want to implement. And I've, uh, I'm still trying to work my way around their uh, their website. This just talks but this about, is, but this is all this is this is a European strategy that's already in effect. They're already coming down. The hammer is already coming down. All this says here, I'm on their 12 page report, and it says once the DSA kicks in, Meta will be forced to make serious changes, such as constraining its use of data to target ads. For instance, it will be obliged to stop targeting ads to minors and providing more transparency about how its algorithms are designed and operate. Which, how does that stop groping? It doesn't. <laughs> how does anything that the, the DSA Nothing. wants to implement, it's not about groping. It's all about control. Yeah. Plain and simple. I'm just shocked they would be this transparent. They write this lengthy report. Clickbait. About how, prob- Clickbait. About how big of a problem, you know, uh, groping and rape is in the metaverse they blow it completely out of proportion and then they they present three solutions none of which have absolutely anything to do with the problem that they just outlined it they couldn't be more transparent that that they're using the existence of quote rape in the metaverse to push something they already wanted to do yeah and and, they're they're, they're neocons they're dick cheney's going we can't let this tragedy go to waste the solution it, it was already in existence and that was that boundary button 
Yep. Well, so which, which, she tur- which she turned off. The solution was to to grow up here and learn how to interact with other people on the internet without feeling like you were gang raped by four strangers because they they brush past you aggressively in a video game. Well, the World Economic Forum has a proposal that is in regards to this. I'm and sure this they do. is reported uh, by CNBC during their conference that they had about a week ago. New laws, they say, should be created to prevent people from committing crimes such as quote-unquote murder in the metaverse. <laughs> Wait, wait. Would, That's why I play on. video games. Come on, man. Would this apply to World of Warcraft, though? That's why I, I play. Know. That's why I'm on the internet to get killed and is, to kill. Is there a murder feature in Horizon Worlds that we don't know about? I don't know, but there is a World of Warcraft. Or is and, it, mur- and, uh, it is, one player or whatever you said the other one was? Person one. Whatever. Or is rape murder now? Or, is, right. Or is it if somebody comes over and acts like they're stabbing you, even though there's no function whatsoever for that in you know Horizon Worlds? Because there's only certain acts that you can do, right? Like the programmers have only allowed you to do certain things. If you feel like you got murdered, is that going to be a crime I now? Guess. Like they kill you and it pops up on your screen, disconnected from server, and then you can never log back into that server because that sort of thing already exists like hardcore minecraft multiplayer servers they do exactly that where if someone kills you in the game it disconnects you and you can never join back the metaverse refers to a virtual world where people can live work and play via an avatar it doesn't actually exist yet says cnbc but tech companies are investing billions into developing the technology there are a number of safety concerns however associated with its development speaking at the world economic forum in davos recently omar sultan al alama said the realistic nature of any metaverse that does has he used horizon worlds because it doesn't look very realistic uh this this whole thing they're they're going to create this this regulation mechanism and it's not going to work and it's all going to blow up it'd be a great big disaster because this metaverse nonsense it's just the tech world's nfts that's all it is. It's just a I, great think, big I think it's I think it's more than that. Into. I think it's more than that. But it's yeah, but it's going to take a lot longer than I thought to actually get up off the ground and run. Yeah, it's and not going to be this cycle. Nope. He says it's uh, going to allow people to be terrorized in ways that aren't currently possible. He said, quote, if I send you a text on WhatsApp, it's text, right? It might terrorize you, but to a certain degree, it will not create the memories that you will have PTSD from it. (laughs) But if I come into the metaverse and it's a realistic world that we're talking about in the future and I actually murder you and you see it, it actually takes you to a certain extreme where you need to enforce aggressively across the world because everyone agrees that certain things are unacceptable holy crap Ari, why do you watch horror movies i don't know because i enjoy them because you enjoy that thrill of being murdered because that's what it's all about i I don't think that's it some people do like the jump scares when they get their pulse running this guy obviously couldn't watch a horror movie if he wanted to (laughs) he is just he's just a timid little guy He urged that the International Telecommunication Union, the UN's specialized agency for information and communication technologies, to have a conversation on setting international safety standards for the metaverse that people must adhere to regardless of where they live. For instance, there are common standards on the internet that prevent things like drug trafficking and child pornography, which obviously... How do you traffic drugs on the internet? (laughs) There was one of the things in this 12-page report talked about how when they went into a party, there were drugs on the table. You mean how do you you traffic drugs in the metaverse? Because you could do it on the internet, of course. 
Yeah, exactly. How do you do it in the metaverse? Unless it's fake, unless a pile it's, of cocaine, or unless it's fake NFT drugs. How do you do it on the internet? You can't send someone cocaine via email. Yeah, but you can send Maybe through you the mail. Get them high but with that's the... through the mail. That's not through the internet. That's real world trafficking, not internet drug. Maybe trafficking. you can touch them on the haptic vest, and they'll get like a little buzz Ooh, off of that. I like that because <laughs> that's what it's all about: video games and drugs. And one of the guys that yeah. one of the Davos guys. That's what he. That's his thing. He's like, these are you know, we've entered into a new era. Uh, there's only one real solution now, and that's to, you know, there's no big wars to kill off all these people. So what would he have? We have the internet, and we are, do you have video games and drugs? Let me bring Jack on the line here in Washington. Jack, you're on Free Talk Live. Go ahead. Um, so if I'm reading, uh, I think ma- mainly Ian Wright on this researcher reporter, um, I think she actually got into the upper torso thing and was like, if I'm reading you right, she got like into it. And then she had like a natural feeling like that college student would have and felt guilty afterwards and that guilt. I don't think she got into it. She went in there expecting what was going to happen to happen because that's why she was researching this. And she turned off the security mode, the the safety mode, and she went into a private room with a couple guys. She didn't know and she wanted to record what was going to happen and they got themselves the video clip they were looking for. This was a total setup from start to finish. Well, she might have enjoyed it, though. You never know. <laughs> she probably, she enjoys that paycheck she's getting from some yeah. of us, her nonprofit. I, I, she's probably I, paying herself very well. I don't know how she possibly could have enjoyed it because nothing happened. There was no thing That's there what I said. She enjoys enjoy. the paycheck. She enjoys that check she's getting. Some people bumped into her in a video game, and that was the full, that, that's the full extent they of what happened They said hurtful here. things. They didn't even do that. They were nice. They were like, hey, you want some alcohol? <laughs> Out of time tonight. Thanks, Jack, for the call. Appreciate it. Uh, If you want to join us tomorrow, we're going to be here. You can do that online in the meantime. You can find us over at freetalklive.com, where we do have a social media platform. You can go to social.freetalklive.com. You sign up there. There is just one question when you sign up asking why you're joining. Just make sure we know that you're coming because you're a listener of the show. Because we don't want to think you're a spammer because we keep those people out. See you tomorrow.